And welcome to the Dimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting in with Logaman, Captain Kirk Waltz. Chris Wayne is bringing it to you, and special guest, special guest <laughs> which is which is a surprise. This is awesome. We're privileged. Really awesome. Uh, yes. And I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly, so I'm going to let Kirk do it. It's been uh, Mr. John <laughs> Captain 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 John, John Whittigren. Yes, Whittigren. That's Whittigren. correct. And uh, John, uh, we're not, not we're not talking about. Charter captain. No, no we're no, talking no, about no, 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 no. we're talking like, about the real like U.S. Navy. Thirty-nine <laughs> years captain in the Navy. Navy. Yes. yes. Okay. And uh, John Whittigren's son sent us an email and said, "Hey, man, my dad's getting ready to retire." And uh, we were like, "Man, this is awesome. Let's get him on the show." Sure. Yeah. And so, so we got him in the studio. Uh, first of all, congratulations, thirty-nine years of service, and thank well, you. Yeah, thank that's you awesome so for much. your service. That we is, really appreciate fantastic. that. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. So, uh, thirty-nine years. When's the last day? June thirtieth. Really? Wow. You got TikTok, your, TikTok. You got your calendar with the X's going across it yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be Xing that thing, man. <laughs> yeah. What's the plan? Fish, fish, hunt, honeydews, honeydews, and yep. spend some time with the boys. Nice. So, how many boys you got? I have a three boys and a daughter. Three boys and a daughter. Wow. And uh, the, the interesting thing that you were just talking about a few minutes ago and telling us the story, you've called in this show from where? Uh, Djibouti, Africa was where I last called in. Djibouti, 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 Djibouti. Like instead of your booty, it's a J. Djibouti. Yeah, there are so many jokes there. You just absolutely. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, and I know my army buddies. They always go, "That is the armpit of the world." That's what they tell me. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's right next to Somalia and Eritrea. It's yeah. So hence, that's why the navy was there with lots of big guns. I think yeah. every uh, country in the world has armed forces there. Is that pretty correct? It's an important correct? place. Yeah. So, Did yeah. you have to deal with pirates there? Because I know that, that in that, not like Jack Sparrow pirates. pirates. probably mess yeah, with I, a I, Navy. I, I, well, I so. But I mean, like, like when right? you're, you know, because you, sometimes you do get off the boat, right? Well, I was on a base in Djibouti. So uh, I don't think it's as much of a problem now as it used to be. Right. It's kind of been taken care of. <laughs> Um, so. Were you a part of the taking care of process? Uh, uh, it was some interesting times there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoken like a true. Yeah, that's so, classified. So, uh, Just like a statesman, yeah. I get it. So uh, we're, we're going to do an outdoor show here, but this is, I think this is interesting because one of the things that you always see in the recruiting commercials for the Navy is getting to see the world. And I think you know, as a, as a kid growing up, I remember thinking to myself, because my dad was Air Force. Yeah. I remember thinking to myself that um, if I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to go to college or anything of that nature, I, football didn't even cross my mind when I was younger, was that I would love to be able to, to join one of the armed forces and see the world. And the Navy, I don't know why, but the Navy seems to be one of the ones where you can go see more of the world than some of the other service branches. And so out of all of your years of traveling, and obviously Djibouti's not one of them, what's been your favorite place? You know, my family was in Guam for four years. And uh, 
It's a beautiful place, great people, beautiful water, great fishing, um, just a real special place. And mm. uh, my kids almost at first thought they were Guamanian living there. So uh, we all cried our eyes out when we left there and uh, hopefully can get back someday. Is it a place that uh, is worthy of like a destination for a vacation? It is because okay. it's built up for the Japanese tourists. So there's hotels and restaurants, and and uh, it's a short flight for them from, from Tokyo. Right. So uh, there's a lot of amenities there, but there's a, a lot of World War II history there. So it's really a neat place to visit. Mm. And great people. Guam has the highest per capita enlistment rate in the armed forces than any state in the, in the nation. Wow. So they're very patriotic people. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a great place to be stationed. Now that is in the South Pacific? Yes. It's so, an eight-hour plane ride from Hawaii. Wow. That's wow. poke. So go to well, Hawaii for a, a while. <laughs> yeah. So that, is, that is quite is that? the poke. Near the Solomon Islands? Is that kind of? It's really not near anything. <laughs> 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 it's a little dot. I mean, you really got to zoom in on Google Maps to find it before you see it. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, so I've seen, and, and since 39 years in the Navy, you would know the answer to this. I've seen these videos to where you see these whether it be aircraft carriers, battleships, all these navy ships, and all of a sudden they've got they've got the f- the four aughts, the five aughts, and the six aughts out the back, okay. <laughs> now and they've Jeff. got the baits out the back. <laughs> right. you no, know, can't and, comment on yeah. that. <laughs> and then they're catching they're catching fish off the back of these navy boats. I mean, Captain, can you slow it down? We're trolling a little too fast. Uh, yeah, I don't, I've have, seen I don't the have any good fishing stories like that. Oh, I, well, I can tell if you if you came back in July, would you have any good fishing stories? That's the question. Yeah, how after much info are you holding back since you're I still I actually have a real good Barracuda story for you. Tell us. Oh, yeah. all right. So I was in Gitmo a year ago and uh, had a boat down there, and that's great fishing. And we were fishing one morning, but nothing, no hits, and we were reeling in the lines, and sure enough, felt like a piece of garbage, but it was a barracuda on the line, and and uh, the reason I kept barracudas is because the Jamaicans like to eat the barracuda down there, mm-hmm. so I always brought them in the boat and gave them away, so I handled hundreds of barracudas, and uh, caught it on a Rapala deep diver, mm-hmm. treble hooks, got it in the boat, I was with an anesthesiologist, and I just kind of shooed him away, so right. I could get that thing in the in the live well and, and cut the line and be done with it. Well, oh, he no. bounced off the deck and threw one of those treble hooks into my leg. Oh. So oh. now I'm attached oh, to the to Rapala the lure, which is attached to the Barracuda. Oh, oh. And, uh, Dad. And See I, that. And I'm just like, oh, no, what am I going to do? And, and uh, I, it was high enough on my leg. I thought if I grab this Rapala with my left hand, He'll be up in the air, and I'll be able to get this hook out of yeah, my leg. Yeah, but you leg. still got two more oh. hooks. Yeah. yeah. So oh, you did not. Or unplanted <laughs> hooks. Two oh, more in him, and you did not. You and me. So, so I did that, and sure enough, he had enough leverage oh, on no. his with his tail, and he he got me on the back of my hand and cut my tendon to my index finger. Oh. So immediately, my finger went like a guitar down, string, like that. Down, oh. yeah, limp. And now I'm still attached to the barracuda. Oh, <laughs> That's a my bad tendon's story. cut. Oh. <laughs> I'm in a boat out in the water with an anesthesiologist, and I don't know where he's at. <laughs> he's, he's white is what he is. He's getting the triage kit. So, yeah. so I go to grab my Gerber, and I thought, well, I'm just going to cut through the shank of this big treble hook. But, you know, that little tin snips wouldn't cut through that big shank. Uh-uh. 
Bolt so cutters. so I finally just get the knife blade out and cut the the hook out of my leg with the knife. Oh! And then the barracuda falls away. I'm gonna throw up. And then yeah. I just get on the radio and and we're all in radio contact down there and said, hey, I got to go in and take care of a laceration. And everybody thought I was going in to sew somebody else up, but it was me with the laceration. Oh. So oh. anyway, I ended up having to get a tendon repair, medevaced, got back here, got it fixed twice, and. You can see it's working pretty good. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Back yeah. to operating and. Are you a left-handed shooter or a right-handed shooter? I'm a right-handed shooter. Thank God. <laughs> <I might> have... <laughs> yeah. But anyway. and in related news, he brought breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, that's oh the most gosh. recent interesting fish story. <laughs> you know, I, I it happens to us, Kevin and I, yeah. all the time, and I do appreciate you offering to uh, bring me down to Guantanamo. Yeah. I know Greg and the guys had a good yeah. time, but. Um, you always worry about that when you bring a fish in the boat like oh, that. Oh, yeah. With all those hooks and teeth, yep. you know, and I always tell people, back up, you know, yep. and they're going, oh, look, it's a beautiful fish. And I'm like, and it'll tear you up if you're not careful. And the worst thing, I mean, is to get that extra hook. And I know Kevin's done it. Oh, I've yeah. done it numerous times. It's just so painful when you got a live animal on one end and a nasty, sharp hook on the other, and <sighs> it's in your skin. Yep. So, so look, refresh everybody's memory. There might be a few people that just turn, turn the radio on. Is it Doctor John? Yes, I'm a general surgeon. Doctor John Whittigren. Yeah, captain. Okay. Uh, captain in the U.S. Navy. Doctor. How do you say that then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you got a captain. You got How about doc. 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 There you go. <laughs> okay, so you got Captain Doctor John Whittigren, who is uh, retiring in June from 39 years of service in the Navy, joining us in studio. And uh, this is a great deal because you brought breakfast, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, usually our guests don't do that. Now, yeah, we should have brought like a cake. I feel bad. Uh, well, we, we kind of did. We kind of did. We kind of uh, did. Yeah. We by by the way, uh, uh, real quick, John, Kevin's wife is a great cook. And she made the, uh, is it the lemon? Mm, zucchini. Lemon zucchini bread. And we, we you sent us pictures last night. Yeah, there was two loaves. And yeah. there was two loaves. Uh-huh. Where's the two loaves? Well, uh, the, 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 here's, here's I knew that was coming. I, I, no, I, you're thinking the oh, same thing. I knew it was I, coming. We're, I, listen, I, we're I, in trouble because I, I just I just heard I just heard Kevin say that's the cake, yeah. right, Chris? Uh, yes. Kevin says here's the deal. That's always bad. Yeah. Whenever Kevin says no. here's the deal, I had to beg for that much. That okay, much but, is like three we, inches. That's not even a half of a loaf. Well, well we, there's a whole lot more there than you think there is. Okay? That, that's not, the, Kevin, that's not even a half of a loaf. It's, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> uh, it, it, trust me. If you could have seen me begging for that. We, we, Chris, we, Chris, we had a cake okay. for John. Yeah. We, well, we thought we did. We, yeah, okay, I mean, we thought we were good. Just, hey, uh, John, hey, hey, listen, we brought you a bite of cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You can't have but just an inch slice. Okay, because there's like six of us, seven of us here in studio. Okay, uh, it's like no, we'll each get some if it's like if each slice is like a pat of butter. If it's that size, oh, we'll all get yeah. some. Yeah, Thanks, I, Kevin. I feel your pain. I, Appreciate I, you. I, I, look, yeah. for, first off, I agree with y'all. I totally agree with y'all. Uh, <laughs> Carrie, if you're listening, I mean, this, she that, ain't listening. Thanks, this, Carrie. This She's sleeping. She's sleeping. <laughs> My wife's sleeping too. Yeah. That's all right. She can listen to the podcast. The podcast. That's right. She will too. All right. So, yeah. so to get back to John, yes. uh, John, where did you do your med school? Were you in the Navy to do med school? Yeah. So the Navy sponsored me, but I went to Northwestern University in Chicago to medical school. Okay. So yeah. when when you do that. Just out of curiosity, because I have a son, and I'm thinking, you know, med school costs a lot of money. Can I send him to the Navy, Army, Air Force to go to med school? 
just I'm you know thinking out loud here. When you went to the Navy, and uh, was your goal to go into the Navy and then become or go to med school or to go to the Navy to go to med school? How did how did that work? Well, for it was you? a way to pay for medical school. You know, I tried to kind of be self sufficient. I was a resident advisor in college and paid for my own college, and then it was a way for medical school to be paid for so my dad didn't have to take out loans. I didn't have the money. My family didn't have the money. So Where'd yeah. you go to undergrad? Uh, University of Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Big deer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking. Great place to go to school. I was thinking yeah. you, were, you were classmates with Shot Khan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. But uh, so it was just a way to pay for medical school at the time, but then it turned into a career, and I loved the Navy and loved taking care of those patients and loved serving my country and it was a great life and uh so that's how it just kept going on and on that's and, cool and uh, it was great it where where great. where was the when we talked about well, guam being such a cool place and there's navy bases everywhere and uh, obviously jacksonville is a navy town we've got nas right. we've got mayport and uh, and jacksonville is a wonderful place to live and you meet a lot of people that have been in the navy and uh, and they've Serve. Some of them might have been in Norfolk. Some of them might have had the good fortune of being able to be in Hawaii. How many different places have you been, uh, like in, at, at Navy bases that where you've been for a period of time, and and what have been some of the other places that have been really nice to live at? Uh, I've I've been to twenty three different countries. Wow. Um, six aircraft carriers. Um, I lived in Hawaii. That was wonderful. Nice. Um, actually, Gitmo was wonderful because it's when you go to these places far away. Now, Gitmo, just real quick, Cuba. Yeah, Guantanamo okay. Bay, Cuba. Yeah. yeah. And the nice place about those places that are far away is, is everybody there is family because mm. you're separated from your real family. So you all live together. You all work together. You all go to the beach together. You all fish together. Your kids all play together. You go to church together. So you're just a big family. So even though you're separated from, you know, parents and the rest of your real family back in the States, those isolated places often can be the best places to be because. You're all you got the kind of, you're all you've got. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. to, to some extent. Right. You're your support system and you develop great relationships. Oh, that's cool. I mean, you're, you, you are a, uh, uh, I don't want to say a walking uh, uh, credit to the Navy, but I mean, I mean, thirty-nine years of service, and you say you would do it all pretty, over pretty again. Pretty good recruiter. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So when when you retire from thirty-nine years of service of the Navy, <clears throat> before we go to a break, and uh, and you're a doctor, general surgeon, what do you do next? I mean, do you do you still continue to practice? I I'm looking forward to that. At, at the same time, I'm going to take some time off. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I've spent two of the last five years completely away from my family, so uh, you know, I got I got fishermen to take uh-huh. care of, and and uh, yeah, by the way, your boys and, are pretty healthy, man. <laughs> yeah. They ate good while you were gone. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a while. They've definitely grown a little bit. Well, and, and, and real quick, because I mean, a lot of people are wondering, what's the connection? Did, did we just happen to pull John out of thin air because he's listening to the radio show for for many years? Kirk. Well, the connection is Greg Bennett. Y'all know Dr. Greg, yep. the veterinarian, a good friend of mine, and, and the guys that go to Hibernia Baptist yeah. Church, Ed Rock, mm-hmm. all that group. Um, we got hooked up a couple of years ago because he needed a place to hunt and was in town for a while. 
And so he joined the hunt lease with us. With you in Fargo. Yeah, up in Fargo. And yeah. hunted with us up there. And that was through Greg Bennett. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then and I fished with came. Kevin as well. Yes. So. And here, here's the funny thing is that we meet in the parking lot out there. And, uh, and the boys, which two of your boys are here in studio. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we met you way back at that uh, that tackle shop across from NAS Jack. Oh my gosh, thrifty, <laughs> thrifty bait tackle! Wow, the hole in the wall. How, and how wow. old were you guys then? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's how up. Uh, so yeah, it's like, 10, it's, I mean, it's, it's been 12. more than ten or twelve years. Wow. I mean, it's been like long time. So I mean, how old were you guys? Were you guys then? So they're like they're like fourteen, fifteen years yeah. old, and wow. now they're like grown men, yeah. like really grown men. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, don't you remember me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look exactly the same. Uh, All right, let's take a break right, here on the uh, Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show because we have a lot to get to. Uh, we're going to talk to to John here a little bit, and then uh, and then we'll also we're also going to have uh, the old school Kingfish Shootout. Man himself, Mr. Paul Dozier. Yeah, he's coming yep. out at 8 o'clock. In studio, and I think he's bringing breakfast, too, yeah, so gonna we're going to gain some weight today. It's going to be ugly. Cook's yes. got fish dip. Kevin's got a small piece of lemon I'll cake. I'll just cancel yeah, you my ain't gaining trip. gaining no weight from that. Yep. No, we're not going to worry yeah, about getting weight from that. I'm watching out for you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and by the way, what did you bring in for breakfast? Did you cook it? My wife made it from casseroles. Casserole. Oh, yeah. Casserole. Breakfast casserole. Cater casserole. Isn't that oh, awesome? Boy. All right, nice. let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And then when we come back, John's on the line. Uh, don't go anywhere. He's got a depth finder question. We'll get to him and all your calls at 904-641-1010. All right, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We're, we're going to jump right into the, some phone calls here. We have a special guest in studio, uh, Captain Dr. John Wittegren, for uh, 39 years of service in the Navy, is joining us in studio as a special guest host here for a little bit this morning and uh let's get john real quick he's uh calling in via the phone line he's got a depth finder question good morning john hey good morning guys and uh sorry but before i say hello to all of you guys i'd like to say hello to captain Whittigren. uh this is the same captain Whittigren that used to shoot at the nas jack skeet range correct yes hey haven't seen you in many years uh I'm the guy that used to run the place out there. Yeah, yeah I remember. You sure. Did, you, you did a great job recruiting folks from the uh, Naval Hospital to come out and join our facility. Uh, if you want something to do in retirement, uh, we can always use help out there. <laughs> there you go. Getting offers already. Wow. That didn't is, take is it long. Is a paying job? <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> you, well, thank you. You. You, get all the, you get all the skeet and trap uh, rounds you can handle at four dollars a round <laughs> okay there you go sounds great thank you yeah hey uh, you did a you, you and your crew were really uh, some of the best volunteers that we ever had out there at that range but hey guys uh i, I got a question about depth finders of course i've been kind of out of fishing for a little while tried a little salt water and i'm going to get back into fresh water uh looking at some of the footage that's being broadcast about the current bass tournament the wilson's bass tournament going on down there out of palatka uh -huh. i these boats are amazing i mean they've got the 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 hydraulic feet that go up and down on the back the, uh, that holds them in position mm -hmm. yeah, power they've poles. got, power they've poles, got yep. depth finders with spot lock on them 
but my real question, and I've only got a little, I got a 22 foot pontoon boat yep. and I put a depth finder on it like normal, like my old guy ways and, yeah. and the transducer is hanging off of the rear of, of, of my port pontoon. Correct. I see these guys have four, five, and even six monitors mounted on their boats. Correct. Sure. Yeah. Uh, now I've always been told that multiple depth finders running at the same time will have interference. You know, like if you put a, a, a transponder on your on your uh, trolling motor uh-huh. and one on the the transom of the boat, that they can interfere with each other. What the heck do these guys need a half a dozen monitors for? What, what are they looking at? What they're doing, and these boats are are like Kevin's and 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 mine. They're they're hundred thousand dollar bass boats, basically all, all day long. Yeah, and what they're doing is they're using multi technology to enhance the the ability to find fish. So one screen is typically for navigation, which is going straight down just for depth. J- right. Yeah, yeah, just just for looking at the bottom, and then you've got one that's used just typically for GPS. Mm-hmm. To travel from one route to another, and they're looking at that screen. They don't ever flip the screens in them. Then you've got one on the bow hooked up to the trolling motor. So while he's up there casting, he's constantly looking down, looking at structure right underneath the bow of the boat and forward. Yeah, and some and when you say down and forward, that that's a little different than what the past technology is. Right. Yeah, and and that's another and, thing. And, All the new technologies. And then and then you and then you have another one side side, angle. side scan. Side yeah. scan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, so essentially, John, I mean, all of the different monitors are giving them different looks and sometimes mm-hmm. in different directions. Yeah. So it's not yeah, just going is, straight is there down. Is anything special they have to do to not have the interference. electronic interference? Uh, With today's technology, I don't think it's an issue. I don't yeah. think it's an issue at all. It's a non-issue anymore. I mean, this stuff is so... And I think so. in some cases, some of that stuff is linked together I, to I, give I, them like a 3D look. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yep. I'll be darned. Yeah, okay. it's like, I, I, I've got a, a decent trans uh, uh, depth finder, uh, fish finder thing that I've got mounted on the. Uh, I think it's a Garmin mm-hmm. uh, that I've got mounted the transducer on the uh, port aft pontoon. Uh, uh, but I just recently had uh, the Isle of Palms folks, the Jeff and Paul, uh, uh, they installed a trolling motor for me, and, and since this is a fishing chair layout in this pontoon boat i'm i'm thinking i want to put a a depth finder monitor and, uh, up on the front mm-hmm. for when i'm running the thing sure sure why sure, not absolutely yeah so, so just just kind of put it up there and and uh i should not have any bad electronic interference right i mean no. I, I think in most cases they attach oh, it right to the bell housing of the trolling motor yeah i don't think you're yeah well that, that's uh it's a it, look, there's a clamp that basically puts the the uh uh the sending unit uh, on the bottom of the of the uh, trolling motor. Yeah, but yeah. I just I just I didn't know if there was going to be any interference. Between no, you're, the two you're of them. no no today's technology. No worries. Okay. I mean, the All worst right. thing you got to well, worry anyway. about is an EMP. What's an EMP? <laughs> yeah, Electric <laughs> magnetic pulse that will just go poke and everything goes oh. kaputs. Well, okay. then, then we're all screwed. But yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't. <laughs> That's coming. <laughs> That's the next technology yeah. coming out. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> You guys, you do a great job. Uh, I just wanted to call in because I'm trying to rig this thing out and do a little bit of fishing. I, I went to a pontoon boat because it's 
saves the wear and tear on my back. It's Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's real stable. Right. Lo- yeah. Love the pontoon boat. Why not? <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all about a pontoon uh, me boat. Me too. Right? I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got a choice between like a little skiff yeah, or you put a, a lazy boy on there. Boat. I'll take the pontoon yeah. boat. With, with the little Weber yeah. grill. Yeah. yeah, lazy boy with cup holders on each arm. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. The yeah, electric bag, you know. Yeah. yeah. My current problem is finding out where the freshwater fish are since I'm no longer doing any saltwater fishing. So Go South John's yeah. River is a huge river. It's it's uh <laughs> it's it's hard to figure yeah. out. You, you. You, you'll figure it out. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. Okay, well Thanks, hey, and and Captain, get yourself out to the skeet range. Okay, sounds great. Captain, Thank you, you for the I got invite. all the captains there, the real <laughs> Navy captains. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, John. Bye-bye. All right, uh, let's do a weather forecast brought to you by the Beard Pig. We were driving by it yesterday, and Dylan goes, they got a new one at the beach? I said, dude, that's what I've been telling you. Yeah, oh, of course yeah. they do. He's so fired up about, mm-hmm. uh, about the new location, and uh, the food is exceptional. Same high-quality food at the beach location as the original location. And stay tuned, the original location is about to – Move just a little bit down the road and get a huge, really huge uplift. Oh, oh. big time! Not just a facelift, an uplift. Oh, yes. Oh. Uh, and the weather forecast brought to you by the Beard of Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. Uh, boy, a it little windy. It ain't good. Uh, uh, the, the ocean is not quite as angry this morning as it was yesterday, but it's still angry because it's northeast winds around twenty knots, with gusts to thirty, four to six in the ocean. And choppy on the intercoastal tomorrow, northeast winds still 10 to 15, 3 to 5 feet with 7 seconds on the intervals and calming down on Monday a little bit. East winds 10 knots, 3 to 4, a light chop on the intercoastal Tuesday, east winds 10 to 15. Wednesday, east winds 10 to 15. Yeah, I know you don't like the east. No, no, you can't fish. It's an 800 milligram ibuprofen day. Uh, Yep. Uh, (laughs) Tides report. I'm sorry, the, the, the worst part about those, that forecast right there, is an east wind with an outgoing tide oh, is don't, is don't. scary on a new moon scary. at the inlet at the inlet yeah. yes yeah I feel and then already. a tides report brought to you by Angie Sub and Angie's Grom yes we went to the Grom yesterday oh you did yes did we you really did. me and Dylan went to the Grom okay. you need to talk to him about a frequent diners card and yeah no kidding start getting punched you know we had we got to go up on his sponsorship yeah we need to do something man. <laughs> totally <laughs> we had we had lunch with Ed himself uh, okay Ed Malin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And we had lunch with Gordon. Oh, nice. Man, I talked to Gordon last night. Okay. And so I have been wanting to try because they have at Angie Sub, just a real quick story. It's well, kind of quick. You sure. Dr. Bang Scrippy, which is like an Italian sub. John, if you haven't been to Angie's, I mean, you got to go. And it has, the Dr. Bang Scrippy has chicken salad on it too. Dylan got that. I got me a Philly cheesesteak. I changed it up Ooh, a little bit. That sounds good. But I try, tried his Dr. Bang Scrippy and I was like, man, that's crazy good so we went to lunch and i said well i want to try like a peruvian version of the dr bang scrippy so i oh. had chicken salad to it <laughs> everything right? can be peruvian I yeah just exactly do like you do just drizzle it all peruvian over it's all over right they should just give you a fork and a knife okay yeah. well i'm sitting there eating that got the french fries going and all that and uh and all of a sudden Ed and Ed, Ed and Gordon got the special, which was a uh, pulled pork and mac and cheese wrap. I mean, talk about some calories. You ain't man. <laughs> Holy cow. And so we're eating, and all of a sudden, here comes the, 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 the person from, you know, the, the people that are bringing the food out to the people that ordered. And I see this plate of heaven, and it's got like a, it looks like a fried pork chop that is three times bigger than the bun. 
So it's like the bun, and then it's right. all hanging over this sandwich. And I said, Ed, what the hell is that? <laughs> he goes, and I, and, and I had to have him text me. He said, the sandwich is called the hammered pig. It's a pork loin hammered out like they do in the Midwest, breaded and fried on a uh-huh. bun with homemade coleslaw uh-huh. on it. Oh, that sounds I said, really why good. didn't you tell me you yeah. had that? You know I like fried pork chops. Yeah. Wow. So they don't have that at, at Angie's, obviously. So now I got to go back to the, the ground to get that. <laughs> but here's the thing. This weekend, they got a special Kirk. Kirk, listen. I'm listening. Okay. Hey, I'm all over at it. At the Grom. On Sunday. It's the special. I'm going to eat my three egg whites. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a hammered breaded pork loin on top of an open face biscuit topped with eggs your way and andouille sausage gravy. Wow, that oh, does sound good. Holy I tell you what, cow. all you got to do after that is just get out oh, the Prilosec. To give me, give me a pillow and a couch. A couple of Prilosec, couch. So what, what are the tides? Uh, <laughs> the tides uh, for today. Uh, They're in there somewhere. AM is a high tide. That's a 3.75, and obviously it's going to be much higher than that because of the Northeaster yep. that we're having. 5.14 p.m. is a .47, and you probably would push that one back a little bit later because – of the Northeaster as well, the oh, timing yeah. of it. Major. And uh, and that's not going to be a .47. It's probably going to be a one-something with the Northeast wind blowing. Uh, tomorrow, the tides, uh, 6.12 a.m. is your low tide. That's a .6, probably going to be a little bit higher as well. And then a, mm. a 12.34 p.m. high tide, that's a 3.68. That's your tides port brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs and the Grom. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more with – Mr. Uh, John, Dr. Captain Wittegren, and also Mitch and Gary, I'm sure <laughs> might have them all in there. <laughs> a little, I, I got them all. Yeah. We'll also talk to Mitch and Gary right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Great tune. This oh, is uh, awesome song, by yeah. far one of the one of the best songs that ever. there ever is. Yes, I remember the first time I played this for my mom. She's like, "Oh my gosh, where'd you get that song?" Yeah. It's great too. And uh, Chris Isaac. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Wicked Game. Yep. Awesome. One of the best videos ever, too, by the way. Uh, really? it's, awesome. it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's hot. It's pretty pretty sexy. Anyway, uh, to, to go from sexy to handyman Travis, is there a way to segue <laughs> that, Chris? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, no. I have, I have nothing for that. <laughs> if you have uh, some honeydews and need some help, Travis is the man to call, 904-510-4020. Going to see him today. Uh, he can take care of business. He, he can take care of all, anything. Anything, folks. All right. Uh, we have uh, Dr. Captain John Wittegren here who had 39 years of service in the Navy. And uh, when we were talking during the break, Kevin, I think, had a, a very interesting question. He had asked you, and Kirk, maybe I don't remember who it was, but it doesn't matter. With the ocean, and if you have to operate or something happens and the ocean is rough, I mean, how challenging with that? And you started to tell us the story, and I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's tell us on the air." And you said you had a pretty challenging situation. Well, it just—it's uh—it can affect your medevac capabilities. So the story was about somebody who had an obstructed airway from an abscess around their jaw, and we couldn't get him off the ship because the weather was so bad. And when you say weather's bad, I mean. Weather bad for like a fisherman. Yeah, four to six. <laughs> yeah, four to six. Weather bad for like, a navy ship is like, what? Like twenty to thirty. Oh, you know? yeah, and that's in an aircraft carrier. Yeah, God. I mean, when you're rocking an aircraft carrier, you can't even go out and see it. Obviously, we're yeah under deck. But when when you're feeling those waves in an aircraft carrier, you know it's no fun outside. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's got to be thirty, right? I mean, thirty yeah. feet for a. I mean. 
it's for, 100 feet from the deck to the to the water line. So when you're occasionally, I've seen, I've never been on a carrier that took one over the bow, but right. there are videos of, of carriers yeah. taking water over the bow. And how many feet did you say well, from the top of the deck? 100 or, feet. 100 feet. Yeah. And taking one water over the bow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Yeah. So look, here's, here's so the story. Here. Hold on. The story. Yeah, the abscess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so so uh, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't medevac them. So uh, we had to operate on this abscess. He didn't get better, and because we had to keep him on the ship, we have these little transport ventilators, and we had to do a tracheostomy. Really? Because we had to medevac them, and we had to have a secure airway. And I wouldn't have done that here in Jacksonville at the hospital, but because we had to make sure he had a secure airway on that flight off that helicopter when the storm passed, right? To get him to a hospital in Singapore, um, all from having his teeth cleaned. Yeah. So, uh, oh, never so do it, that it does again. change the way you do things, you know? Yeah. You don't have a big ICU and all yeah. these nurses. Yeah. You have one nurse and one anesthesia person and one surgeon. And yeah. You make the, the best How many of people it. ballpark on a carrier? It kind of depends on how, if you're fully outfitted. But, okay. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the yeah. current numbers would be. I mean, that's, I mean, that's amazing because uh, – I mean, it's literally, it's like a town. Yeah. I mean, you got so many different components to to a, a ship to operate. So so you're in these terrible seas. I mean, how many sailors came and you said, Doc, I'm so <laughs> sick. I've been sick for three days. Can you do something? Well, you know, you know, when you're seasick, you want to try to go out and see exactly, the water line. Exactly, yes. But you can't, you can't do, that. do that. You can't get up I mean, above I've, deck. I, yeah. I've, been, I've tried laying down sometimes. And even just laying down and closing oh, your eyes, you can't get no, away from it. No, you it's can't. Just, it's just the most sickening feeling to be in bad seas and in this little cubicle. And you, oh, you it's got to be awful. Oh, it's, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can take medicine and you can try to fall asleep, but, yeah, it can be rough. Can Can you drink? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Give me a bottle of whiskey. I'll just, you know. Heaven yeah, forbid. Feel terrible. Yeah. I just, I, alcoholic I, beer, okay. <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, because that would seriously, I mean, you think about, I mean, because Kirk and I have people get sick all the yeah. time, and after a guy is sick for an hour, you're like, guys, yeah, we, we got to take him in. Yeah, it's we like can't, we, he we can't be dehydrated. To do this, and, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm responsible for yeah. for that person. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, if you're in seas in a storm like that for two, three, four days, because you know, the last time that I was on um, a, a crew boat was on a standby boat in, in the Gulf and I was seasick for three days. Oof. And I mean, uh, and I'm talking, I was just trying to do anything I could to keep water down and, yeah. and man, uh, they, oh, it's they, a miserable they, they, they had to get miserable. me off. I yeah. mean, I was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who was on a charter and, uh, he went fishing and he got seasick and, and there's multiple lines in the water, sharks in the water. He felt so seasick. He jumped overboard yeah. on a charter fishing boat. Oh my God. And of course the captain freaked out. Yeah. That's how sick he felt. He said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel better in the we'll water." Risk dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get eaten by a tiger shark. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> no big from shark bite. It's, have you ever been seasick? It's a win yeah. either way. Because it's, it's, it's about as miserable a feeling as it's terrible as, as anything. Dude, mine you, was uh, partly due to the night before. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's, surprise, there's, surprise. There's, I mean, I've had, I've had dudes get seasick in the intercoastal because of the night yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, my, yeah. I was out. I was in the yeah. ocean. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. teach over the uh, quality maritime school and teach some classes for the Coast Guard, and we have some videos that that we've shown some of the students where the guy's looking at the ship and he's looking at a hallway, 
and you look down at the end of the hallway, and you don't realize this, but those big ships, they flex. Yeah. Like major flex. And there's a picture at the end of the one hallway, and you see the picture going left away from the hallway, and then you see it coming up and gets right in the middle for a second, and then it goes right to the right of the hallway, and the guy's going, uh, and you hear this guy going, uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no doubt. I mean, I, I, I know I couldn't take it. There's, uh, there's, there's no way. Well, and one of the, you know, before we get to these guys, one of the things I, I wanted to ask you, what unique sea animals have you seen out there? I mean, you've, you had to have seen things that some people have never seen before. Being that far in the ocean sometime. Uh, you know, there's whale sharks down in Gitmo. Right. Oh. So I thought they were just in Africa because I saw them when I was in Djibouti. And, yeah. And uh, they're actually down in the Caribbean. Huh. So, uh, yeah, I came across whale sharks in the Caribbean, which I was Now, how big? About. How big? You know, 40 feet. Ooh, yeah. You know? I mean, they're that kind would of hurt. docile, but whale sharks in Djibouti that were yeah. forty feet. Kirk, who's <laughs> calling you on a Saturday morning? Don't they know that you My have an customers. outdoor show? <laughs> customers, yeah, they're, they're, they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. They just don't know. I mean, I mean, really, you're don't fault them. Phone calls. You know? I love it when Grandpa Jimmy calls me on Saturday morning. He and he knows better. And, he, and, 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 then, and then he'll leave me a message. Oh, I'll bet you're on the radio show. Oh, well, no, yeah. duh. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Grandpa, Grandpa oh, Jimmy hasn't learned how to text. Yeah, wore out. <laughs> You know? you right, anyway, yeah. let's let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Gary's on hold, and then uh, we'll get to Kurt and Mitch real quick. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Hey. Morning. Oh, oh, that that calling Mitch, he amuses me. If you put his brain in a bird, the bird would fly backwards. But, uh, doc, Doctor, I got a question for you. Can, can you give us an amusing anecdote or a story or a, an adventure during your service and uh, – you know, just a, a funny thing that you can share with us and uh, make us laugh on a Saturday morning. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Good question, Gary. Yeah. That... What's the funniest thing you ever saw? Okay. You, you don't so, have to name any names. Somebody, somebody had to come in the office and go, <laughs> hey, Doc, can you take... take care of this? You well, know? I know he's trying to be professional. He's still on, <laughs> he's still was, on duty. I was on shore leave. Just, yeah. Yeah. Here's, what yeah, exactly. here's what I'm thinking, seriously. I need some penicillin. I'm a, I, <laughs> Exactly, because, you know, w- w- when we have Big Head call in, oh yeah, you know, Big Head gets off the ship, so to speak. Yes, Might exactly. have needed some penicillin. When he comes home, right. yeah, he, he's adventurous, right. you know, the night that he has back home. And so I'm sure that uh, plenty of sailors well, like not, to, you know, take in the local flavor. Well, I remember one video I saw not too long ago. Oh, video. That somebody showed me, and the guy was on an aircraft carrier, uh-huh. and he's standing next to the intakes of a jet engine. It's been all over Facebook and yeah. YouTube and everything. And the guy gets sucked through the intake, and it's big sign on the side, do not stand near <laughs> this spot. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. And the guy gets sucked through with his helmet on and his and lives. All right, you got to you got to pull that up for me because uh you I don't know how he lived. I don't lived. either. You're way better hey, at Hey, God's uh, got a plan for that man's <laughs> life. I mean, I don't know what he's going to be doing, yeah. but What is what has yeah. he become? What I mean, what has Kirk become? It's all over social media. So Yeah. yeah I, I really? Yeah. Seriously? You're, Kirk, you're, you're all over social media now? Well, people flip me stuff all the time. Hey, did you see this? Oh, right, well, you got to oh, find yeah. that because okay. I want to see that what you're, we, what you're talking about. We got to take a break. All right. Uh, no, we're going to take one more call. Oh, okay. Because, see, it's always good to have a time constraint on Mitch. That's okay? true. That's so, true. Mitch, you got to be short because we got to take a break. Good morning, by the way. I'm glad you have a doctor there. That comment Gary made burned my and. I've been my emotions so bad. 
Doc, are you a psychiatrist too? <laughs> I imagine sometimes. you gotta be sometimes. 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 Yeah. Uh, Doc, uh, it's, it's great to know that you're picking up a check uh, every two weeks because uh, 40 years is a great uh, height to hit. And uh, thank you. Are Amen. you were you the MD on the uh, the aircraft carrier for its deployment? Is that what you did during your that was your time on the ship? You were the MD. I was the ship surgeon. Mitch, Mitch. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, I'm sorry. He said he was a ship surgeon. Oh, okay. So plenty of lidocaine and sutures. Yes. Did you yes. see the San Sebastian uh, bronze and coquina thing they did for the shrimp boat and uh, San Augustine? Say, say again. Say that again. The coquina and bronze uh, thing they put in the San Sebastian uh, inlet for all the uh, boats that were shrimp boats uh, back in the fifties and sixties. No. I, I have not. Okay. Well, it was in the paper uh, last week. Uh, Fulton uh, Fulton Street in New York were buying shrimp from St. Augustine for three eighty five for a hundred pounds. Okay. Back then, <laughs> you've you've I mean, totally I lost me. <laughs> are you uh, on the natties already? Yeah. Are you? Uh, what, how hey, many John, uh, meet Mitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's our Saturday morning. Um, like, Natural light drinker. Yes, let me let me just say something about the captain. He can handle the truth. <laughs> See you, man. Thank See you for letting me on. Thank you, Mitch. Oh, hey, man. Now, Mitch is our uh, Saturday morning like call and likes to drink natural does, light. Does anybody have a clue what the hell he was talking about? I was, about. No. I was hoping you were. What the hell is he talking about? You know about Coquina uh, and the I thought boat. I was either clogging or square dancing. I, I didn't know. know. I hate to say this, but Gary might actually be right. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, uh, Kurt. Uh, Kurt needs a new fishing surf spot. So, Kurt, hang on. Yes, we're going to take a break. Yeah, we need. And uh, on the way to the break, just want to remind everybody that if you need any piece of equipment, coastal equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny, it is. The full line of Kubota products, all the land pride attachments, gravely zero-turn mowers, hot seat pressure washers, and all the steel power equipment at Coastal Equipment 2 locations. You can go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com to click on the clickable links, which are all at the bottom of the page, to find out more information about Coastal Equipment. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And I uh, just want to let everybody know, look, if you've got a garage and you want to make it your man cave, I mean serious man cave, don't do that uh, two-part epoxy. The hot tires just peel it up. It, uh, it peels up. It chips off. It's junk. Go to Shark Coatings. And not like I did, and literally I turned my garage into a little Now, their commercial says that they do driveways also, correct? Do anything you want. Okay. If it's concrete, they can sharp coat it. All right. And I'm talking indoors, outdoors, 15-year warranty. Uh, You can have the smooth finish. Mm -hmm. You can have a little textured finish for a little bit more grip. And it is pretty. And you pick the color out. I mean, you can color code. I mean, you want to talk about your back patio like your little gazebo? Mm -hmm. You do that? Money. Money. All right. uh, Welcome back to the Nimick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Uh, We got a little message via Facebook from uh, Mr. Doug Trimble. And, uh, John, he said, uh, tell you, thank you for your service. And then uh, also, this is a pretty cool little question here. He said he won a Pen 309 Level Wine Reel on a Pen 6-foot boat ride. He said he wants to uh, donate it to a group that takes kids fishing. So, Kurt, uh, Kevin, you guys got any suggestions? Yeah, Willie. 
donate to Willie. Yeah, Willie's always giving stuff away to kids, and, and yeah, I mean okay. that, that that would that would be my my suggestion. All yeah, right. Willie Alexander. Yeah. All right, uh, yeah. 708 Fish. 708 Fish. So, Doug, call Willie at 708 Fish, and then he will get that rod and reel yeah. to, a, to a real good place. That Pen 309 level line, that was my first offshore reel. Is that right? Literally, I, I, I'll i never forget, I worked at uh, Sportsman's Tackle. Yeah. Workhorse, yeah. workhorse reel? Yep. Good one? Yep. yep. Good reel, and, but and, not designed for that. <laughs> no, I mean, but it was the only thing out there that time. You know oh, I remember. I, mean? I, I had two of them. And, and the funniest thing to see a big kingfish hit that and have the drag set light. Oh, and what's that little clutch dog going? Ying, ying, oh, ying, yeah, ying, yeah, ying, yeah, ying. yeah. And you're going, that's not going to last long. I, I, I'll tell you how old, <laughs> how old this was is I had Dacron line. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. That's yeah. old. Yeah. That is old. Yeah. I which saved, was like I saved the first, dimes and pennies, man. Which, was, which, by the way, Dacron was like the first version of Braid. Yeah. We all thought it was like, oh man, this yeah. stuff is like, yeah, super it was terrible. Wrong. It was terrible, it was terrible. But not was not good. No. Anyway, uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to the phone phone lines as promised. Uh, Kurt needs a new surf fishing spot. Good morning, Kurt. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, buddy. Morning. Morning. Yeah, um, I've been going to the gate station forever, and the the bottom seems to have changed and haven't been doing real well. You got any? Do I need to go south or north or? What tide have you been going? Which tide? Which tide have you been hitting it on? Sounds like he's there all day. Yep, Kurt. Uh, Kurt. Kurt. (laughs) Hello. Oh, he was there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kurt. He just dropped his phone. I think he did. Hello. All right, Kurt. (laughs) I think we lost communication with. He's got to call back. He's got to give us more information. Yeah. Because of well, I mean, the reason I asked, I, you know, that's it, a good question. It is a good question, and 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 for me, um, I, well, first off, a lot of times you're following the fish, so it's kind of it's kind of tough to answer that question according to what time of the year it is, mm-hmm. what the water temperature is doing, um, you know, during the summertime when it's just stagnant, hot all the time, whether it's incoming or outgoing what, tide. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I would, I, I'll tell you, the some of the coolest places is around Marine Land. Yeah, around yeah. those coquina rocks and yeah. stuff, man. That's there's some. Yeah, and, and Washington just, Garden State Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, some, one other note is a lot of times if you're if you're if like for example he's going to one spot and he's if he's staying in one spot sometimes if you move fifty yards that's right one way or the other mm-hmm. it'll make the difference yeah. between catching a bunch of whiting or not. Well, look who I found. Oh, oh, Kurt, is he back? Hello. Yeah, Kurt? I'm back. Yeah, what, right, we don't. We lost so, you there. So we asked you a question, dude. What what tide are you fishing? Um, low to high. Okay. And then and when, when you go to a spot, how much are you moving at that spot? North and south. I pretty much walk across the street, you know, the gate station, yep. and then kind of like set up camp away from everybody. All right, here's the thing. And we were just talking about it when we lost you there for a second. A lot of times, if you move 50 yards north or 50 yards south, and you uh-huh. keep moving because fish fish are lazy, just like we are. The, <laughs> what they want to do is they want to sit in a spot to where the food comes to them a lot of times or where there's more likely to have food being brought by. And so a lot of times if you're 50 yards off, it could be the difference between catching fish and not catching fish. So you got to move a little bit. And, I, and, it's, and you can read the water. Because mm-hmm. I was doing a little bit of that this past weekend, surf fishing. If you're seeing, and I always look for a spot that doesn't have waves. Okay. And because right. a lot of times where there's no waves, it, it's a run out. It, it's a run out. Right. That's right. 
So I'll see find a spot where I see waves breaking here and then waves breaking there. And for some reason, if you stare at it for 5, 10, 15 minutes or whatever, you'll see a spot to where those waves, just, they just aren't forming. Mm-hmm. And if you fish that spot, that's typically where the fish are mm-hmm. because that's a little run out, like Kirk is saying. Right. So a lot of times, if you just read the water a little bit, Kurt, you can you can find a spot that has fish without having to necessarily pack up the car and then move 10 miles. Yeah. Well, and it's just like us when we're in boats. Like yesterday, I hit probably six, seven places before I found fish. And like Kevin says, they move. Yeah. And you have got to be in a place where you're going, okay, they're not here, and move 200 yards down the beach. And just keep okay. going till you find them. And sometimes, honestly – You'll throw donuts and you won't find them. Yeah, but you're not going to find them if you don't try. Okay, awesome. Yep. Hey, one well, last little quick question. Well, hold on, hold on, real quick, because uh, this is kind of a little bit of a cheat here because we're getting ready to do an LV hires gear tip of the week. What kind of rigs are you using? I, I buy the, y'all's rigs, the the, the captain's choice. Ah, rig. You're nice. good to go then. Now okay. you're being smart. That's, that's Money. That's I'm just a, because I'm telling you, I actually I, I got my old surf fishing uh-huh. stuff out, oh. and dude, some of the rigs that they sell oh, it's in junk. the store for surf fishing rigs, yeah, are trash. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was just hoping, Kurt, you you weren't going to say, yeah, man, we got that rig, you know, that's got the big no, it, uh, metal hanger thing, and it's got no, that no, white no, and no, blue. No, no. Hey, real, real quick before. Uh, uh, we were talking about though if you want to get if you want to see some different scenery, you know if you're just getting tired of going to the gate station and fishing the same spot every time, go go south and go south of Matanzas down there around Marineland. I mean, okay. you you're talking about some pristine water and big coquina heads and stuff in the oh, surf. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an amazing fishery and and there's there's very few people that surf fish down there. And I'll and I'll tell you what Kirk and Kevin told me uh, last weekend when we were off the air talking. And uh, I was like, you know, I was just going to go to the grocery store and buy some shrimp that I could eat and then use that for bait, which is good. That's that's, yep. that's an option. That's a good thing to do. And they're like, no, nah, man, you live right there. You're cl- close by uh, uh, Palm Valley Outdoors. Go by and get you some live shrimp. Yeah. You know, and that's what I did. And so, Kurt, if you if you, if you you can. Course, you know, I get live shrimp. And, and I, my biggest thing is I love sand fleet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, well, you're uh, doing one last right quick question, and it's kind of weird, but um, I got two inflatable kayaks, mm-hmm. and I got a hole in a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And is there a somewhere that will will? Are they like a like a rubber that? like a rubber material? Yeah. Uh, do me a favor. Send us a message on Facebook, and I'm and and I'm going to give you Danny at Tire Outlets cell phone number. <laughs> or Danny, I'm yeah. serious. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, hey. inflatables are some form of rubber, right. correct? Right. Okay. Yes. So, so, so I, I've tried the patch and all that stuff, and, and, you know, I need someone who knows what they're doing to fix it. All right. Well, those guys know what they're doing. Yeah, well, we got a story on that. Yeah. Science. Right, okay. Wait. Yeah. So do that. Send us Thanks. a message. We'll right. give you Danny's cell phone yeah, number. And we got to get out of here. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Thank Enjoy you, your show, man. Thank you, man. Listen every Saturday morning. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. it. Hey, uh, folks, uh, if you got a little piece of waterfront heaven and want to make it even better, CNH Marine Construction, uh, they've done a lot of work for me over the years, and they do a great job with boat lifts, boat houses, docks, bulkheads, you name it. They do it all at CNH Marine Construction. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast and also handle any kind of technical question that you have. Keep your job site and your business running without interruption. <laughs> yeah, even when panic buying sets in. <laughs> oh, my God. What a crazy week. <laughs> no I mean, doubt, man. You know, you can start any kind of a rumor uh, on social media. You can, uh, you can just go say anything you want. It's crazy. It is anyway. crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm your... starting a rumor. The only way to catch whiting is to use Captain Choice rigs. So there you go. They won't bite. They won't bite. Don't tell anybody, though. That's not a rumor. That's not a rumor. Y'all better get some soon because they're going out. That, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, they're we're not making any more hooks. We're not making any more. No more hooks. No more. Go to Strike Zone today or Ace Hardware or somewhere. Yeah, there's no more. There's left. If you don't get them, they're gone, man. Never see them again. Classic. All right, so I got in this because Captain's Choice has two options to choose from for whiting. One of them is a two-aught circle hook. Yep. And then the other one is a J-hook. Right. And then you have beads or no beads. Correct. Okay, so yeah. for the surf fisherman, why circle hook or why a J-hook? Simply for the fact that some some guys like to set rods out, mm-hmm. and then they like to hold a rod. Okay. Okay, so so the ones that they're putting in the spikes need to have circle hooks. Okay. All right, and then, and then obviously the one that they're holding, they like to set the hook. Okay. So we give them the option... Of, of of the J hooks or the circle hooks. Okay, it's a and uh, no, don't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and now now here's the question: uh, bead or no bead? What? Well, I, you want me to go by sales? Uh, no, just uh, by uh, personal experience. Sales. Well, give some. Well, give uh, yeah, us both. I mean, no, I mean seriously, uh, sales wise, beads outsells no, no beads. Okay, uh, two to one. Um, yeah. Why a bead? And why not a bead? And it's, I, I it's because little, beads are pretty. That's right. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I, simply for the fact that I mean, if you think about. The bleeding red hooks and stuff like that. Oh, we're talking about got, blood I, now. I, we don't yeah, get yeah, on that blood yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Got a great conversation yesterday while we were. Re- I was doing research, outdoor mm-hmm. show research. Went to lunch at Andy's Grom. So we're uh-huh. talking surf fishing yeah. with Ed, mm-hmm. Gordon, and and Ed obviously has grew yeah. up surf fishing. Sure. And the bead also can signify with a sand flea right. that it has eggs on it. Correct. And that's kind of the color of the egg. So hence. That's right. The bead, I think, was also that. Yep. And then in some rigs, you can also buy um, that have floats on it. Which, why which or why the not the flounder rigs? Why, 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 which are the pompano rigs that we make? Why do you yep. have one that has a float? And I, I never even oh, thought of Oh, that's all color-wise. That's all sand flea colors, sand flea colors shrimp but, colors. But the whole yep. reason for the float, which was interesting to me, I never thought about that. Elevates the bed off the bottom. That, but it keeps the sand flea from digging into the sand. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And Duh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I surfed enough with sand fleas to know. That's why mm-hmm. they call it a mole crab. It's been interesting because we've been doing this for a year. And to see the, the, the sales of different colors mm-hmm. that, that people like. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because there are some colors we could probably take out. Mm. Um, but like pink and white, um, orange and yellow is the number one seller. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then green and white, green and yellow. Are just are, are high sellers, but the reason to, 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 it's just like what you talked about earlier. People are like, "Why are you guys making surf rigs? Your charter captains?" Because there's no there's no good surf the, rigs the out junks, there. They're they're terrible. It sucks. Yeah, they're yeah. terrible. And and honestly, um, with with the majority of our stores now, that's all they're selling is the captain's choice stuff because people aren't buying the other stuff now. No, why buy the other stuff? Yeah, it's crap. Yeah, it's not expensive. I mean, you yeah. you can make your own stuff, but why? I mean, just let and because a lot of people don't know how to make a rig. No, they don't. First and foremost, sure. And uh, question: When you make your rigs, 
Um, are, uh, what pound test is your thirty? Are you use fluorocarbon. Or no, you it's, use it's it's mono. mono. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's all mono. Interesting because uh, when you, when I when I was earlier talking about some of the other rigs, a lot of them you see the blue and white stripe. It used to be the old some kind of like line. You know what I mean? The old surf like rigs. No, the old surf rigs. The old yeah. surf rigs would have like these metal arms. Yeah, that's okay, right. Yeah, yeah. That held a little piece of mono for the hook. I know what you're talking about. And then you had this piece of yeah. white and blue striped, yeah, yeah. like barbershop striped line that the surf rig was made out of. And, and you expect fish to bite that? It's like yeah. a chicken rig. It, yeah, it was a chicken rig. It was well, terrible. Well, yeah. and, and, and when you when you listen to people who fished with those rigs, you know what they caught? Catfish and stingrays. Catfish and stingrays. Yeah. I yep. caught a few of them last week. And anyway, yeah. that's your LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week, folks. And uh, you can go to, do you have a website where you can buy yeah, it at? It, it, Captain's Choice Tackle, which is, we, we, we had some glitches with it, but you can still go see all the products. And in Strike Zone, uh, oh, got it there. Strike Zone, Hagen Ace, Hagen, uh, Pro- Coastal- Proctor Ace. I mean, okay. they're all in uh, Palm Valley Outdoors. I mean, I can go on and on. I mean, it's. All yeah. right, well, we've got a few more minutes to spend uh, with Dr. Captain John. Whittigren, 39 years service in the Navy, and uh, Archie is calling in. So, Chris, let's uh, let's take Archie. He uh, he wants to make a comment to you, John. So, good morning, Archie. Good morning, Dr. John. Good morning. How are you? Great. I got a couple of gret- regrets in my life, and one of them was that I never went to Guantanamo with you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that makes two of us. Yeah. That's a uh, trip that would have been probably talked about for a long time yeah and just want to appreciate you and your family uh we've known you guys for quite a few years and we i guess i first associated with you with the outdoor show at uh nimnik at the uh, christmas show there yeah the first time i ran into you there yeah and uh of course your boys your boys are the guys you want on your flag football team too <laughs> you want them on your you want them on your padded football team man these boys got some beef to them <laughs> I'm telling you, man. If you want to, if you want to be on the winning team, just get those guys on your side. We got, we got two out of five of the offensive line in here right now. I can tell you that. I like that shirt. He's got 20 years of home wrecking. You know, <laughs> turn up your dad's house. Is that what that is? Yes, well, thanks sir. for the kind well, words, John and uh, Judy. Have done a good job raising those guys, and uh, uh, one of them took my one of my daughters to the prom. So we've got a. We've got some some memories back for that, and just man, if you're if you're calling in and y'all are still on talking terms, man, them kids are good. (laughs) Better be, yeah. Look here, boy. Are they going to be in Guantanamo? I think I got to (laughs) go. My daughter to the prom, and you're still talking. You know, you raised some good kids. Nice talking to you guys. (laughs) See you later. You have a rule on that. You, when the guy wants to take your daughter out, you just say, yes, I will go back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to remember that. That's fantastic. Oh, didn't, have, didn't have to worry about that with John's boys. They're good guys. That's appreciate awesome. Appreciate Thanks, him, Archie. Appreciate his family. Thank so you. Appreciate you guys. Y'all do a great job. Always listening. So uh, thank you so much. Thank right, you, buddy. Archie. Thanks, thank you, Archie. sir. All right, so John, uh, retirement in June, and when people retire, sometimes they have a little bit of a roadmap where they what they want to do. They have a bucket list. So, what are a couple of the things that are on the top of your bucket list? Actually, right now we're looking for an offshore boat. There you go. So, cool. unfortunately, the boat supply right now is really uh, tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's bad. 
So we've been looking for six months for like a 31-foot offshore boat. Have mm-hmm. you have you talked to our buddy Guy at Consignment Boat Sales? I haven't. You need yeah, to talk need, to him. You need, you need to, to talk, talk to, to Guy. Him. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't hurt that you're talking to the two of us right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they know a couple people. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in the hunt for that. Okay. And then obviously that'll kind of determine what happens next. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're going on a hunting trip in the fall up in New York. We did that a couple of years ago before I was in Gitmo. Geese yeah. or deer? Deer hunting. Deer, deer hunting. Yeah, deer hunting. Nice. Um, so, uh, you got a very good friend of mine who hunts in New York State. Yeah. And, uh, obviously I'm going to travel with my wife, Judy. Mm. First place, you and the wife, where you want to go? We're probably going to go to Israel. Oh, wow. You're yeah. talking about like, like really traveling. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to do that too. So we'll have to see how all this COVID stuff, you know, yeah. you know travel restrictions are, but it looks like it's going to be good. So going to go there for, with her. What's, what's the second spot? You know, there's a lot. If of you can United drag States your wife on this seen. big outdoor adventure, where are you going? I would like, my daughter's in Colorado now. Oh, yeah. And uh, sh- she has connections in South Dakota. Family mm. up in, that she works for is in South Dakota. So Always I would like love to meet them up in South Dakota. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll love South Dakota. And, and then they have a home in Costa Rica, and I haven't been there. Oh, so they what go are you there waiting frequently. on, John? <laughs> yeah, well, grief, man. I haven't been able to, but yeah. Yeah. so I have some options. So, Costa Rica, I will tell you, you'll never, you'll never regret it. Yeah, place. No. I love, Kevin I love there. Costa Rica. Awesome. Yeah, Costa awesome. Rica's wonderful. You yeah. got, you got to time it up right. You know where the fish yeah, is good. Right. And, right. Yeah, you know the rooster fishing and then the mahi. Yeah, and, and, and then obviously the dry season. You don't want to go there during yeah. the wet season. Yeah, but South yeah. Dakota too is just it's beautiful. Right, very peaceful place. Yeah. So, oh. so there's. I'm looking forward to all those things. Well, thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. coming Thank in. You guys. Congratulations you so on 39 years. Yep. And, uh, man, uh, keep us updated because, you know, we have another guy that kind of calls the show every now and again, and it's kind of where's Waldo kind of a thing <laughs> because he's living the dream and now you're going to be living the dream. You yeah. know, keep us updated. Yes. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for you. having me this the, Thank you, John. Thanks for everything. Thank you. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. When we come back, uh, near and dear to the Nimnik family because he's a part of the Nimnik fishing team, I believe, uh, Mr. Paul Dozier. Uh, the Old School Kingfish Tournament is coming up here, or the Old School Kingfish yep. Shootout, and uh, by far one of the most well-received Kingfish tournaments that there is, period. And it has set the standard when it comes to Kingfish, and we'll talk a little Kingfish Tournament with him and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Well, there's a lot of people out there that are probably going, man, those guys are living a life. They got uh, yes, all the food we are. in the studio. We've got breakfast casserole, hash brown casserole from <laughs> Dr. John Wittegren and his boys. And, and it was amazing, by the way. So good. They cook now. I mean, that's that's right up there with Chef Gordon. Yeah. That was mama. That was mama. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yep. that was mama. Outstanding. Yeah. yeah, we need to make sure we yep. – so, so We need to invite mama. her back. <laughs> Uh, Miss Wittergren? Yes. <laughs> yes. Anytime you get the, the hanker and the cook for the outdoor show, mm-hmm. and uh, since John is now retired or soon to be retired, doesn't have much to do on Saturdays, he, point, can, he just, can just transport just it. Send him right in yeah. with a you know breakfast we'll, casserole. We'll get him in for a segment. And so we, we love it when guests bring food. Yeah. And uh, this morning we have all of what they brought in, which was tremendous. And then Kirk 
made a uh, another batch of your fish dip. Yeah. And right. then uh, Kevin so brought in a sampling of lemon zucchini <laughs> bread. It's like it's like when you go to the grocery store yeah. and they got that and they got that lady there with the hairnet yeah. and she's cutting the little pieces little out. Little pieces, yeah, with the little toothpicks in them. Yeah, yeah, and putting them in the little gonna, in the I'm little in the little paper you're, cup. You're, you're thing. gonna you're gonna make her mad. That's yeah. gonna be the last one. Yeah, you ever you'll get. never get another piece of nothing. That's right. Yep. And now our, our our next guest, Mr. Paul Dozier from the uh, the old school Kingfish uh, Shootout, brings in Bucky's breakfast. Okay, nice. sorry, Paul. Sorry, we uh, we didn't know that we were going to have all these. But then you brought in Paul these uh, sizzling saltines. Let me, let me have one of yours, Kirk. You got yours already opened up. They're sizzling saltines from Bucky's, and they're spicy seasoned crackers. And Kirk, he's right. You had one. I had one, and it, it, it's a it, it's a slow kick. Yeah. <laughs> After it sits in there for a few minutes, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh. I'm trying like, one right now. Like when you eat, when you get to cracker two or three, yeah, it it accumulates, and yeah. boy, oh boy, those are really good. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like tastes like Old Bay. Bay. Yeah. Like you said, it says like Old Bay. Yeah. It'll it'll wear a brother out after about four or five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we all like hot sauce on our fish dip. Right? Absolutely, yeah. So if these you put are perfect the fish dip for fish on this dip. cracker. You don't need the hot sauce; it doesn't make quite the mess. But uh, these with Kirk's fish dip and the and the tiger sauce. I know you're going to put tiger Jeff. Sauce you sound so pro right now. You do. Yes, yes, yeah. bull sauce. I'm going to eat some of that now. That's really good, man. I love Bucky's. Mm. Have you had the Bucky's nuggets? I haven't even been into the story. Are those no. beaver nuggets? Oh my gosh! You got to go. What's what's wrong with you? It's St. Augustine. I, everybody that I know has been in there. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I've only been in there about eight times this week. <laughs> I, 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 I seriously, uh, we're we're in the process of moving, and if anybody wants them, Paul advice this morning: don't ever move, ever, <laughs> ever, don't move. I second that. So we're yeah. li- we we are living with my mother on St. Augustine Beach. Uh, we're hopefully moving in early next week, but I leave for to take Bradley to school at six forty-five in the morning. So we he wants to stop by Bucky's and uh-huh. on the way home. Bradley well, wants to stop by, by Bucky's. Bucky's. It, it's yeah. an adventure. It's yeah. not just yeah. Agreed. It's undescribable. It really is undescribable. But it's I, huge. Got, yeah, it's huge, and it's it's like uh, Walmart with Chick Fil A service is what I'd call it. I mean, it yeah. is truly, it is truly, uh, it's it's an experience. But I mean, they got like some brand stuff in there too, like like uh, Hook and costa and stuff like that so you know see they're smart because it's like if you're if you're going to the beach or you're coming from the beach they've they've got you completely hooked up so you get all the all the goodies and then when you come back and you're completely parched and dehydrated and hungry and in a foul mood then they got you covered on that end (laughs) not you chris no no hey shut up that's a shock i'm really shocked (laughs) so uh to to the uh, the old school kingfish shootout coming up. Uh, what's the date? June eleventh, twelfth. Yeah, June June the tenth is a Thursday, 10th? and that'll be the captain's meeting. Uh, and the fishing days are Friday the eleventh or Saturday the twelfth, and you each boat can fish one of the two days. You cannot fish both. So uh, last year it was one day on Saturday. Kevin insisted we have it on Friday, so we just gave him his own day so he can fish by himself. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, so, that's fine. So uh, I'll be. So I'll be minute, curious this, to see. This is it. Wait, because I, I think a lot of people that heard that went, "What? What do you, what do you mean?" So, 
it's a one day tournament, but you get to pick which of the one day that you want, mm-hmm. to, which day you want to fish. Right. Well, I like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a well, great well, idea. Well, the 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 short story of it is that a lot of people like Kevin wanted Friday. The county wanted Friday because St. John's County, because the boat ramps were overcrowded on Saturday and the residents complained. So the the working man, which is who this tournament is catered to, I didn't really, I kind of thought, well, it needs to be on Saturday so the guy doesn't have to take a vacation day. Right. And then we thought, well, why don't we do Friday or Saturday? And then we hope we make everybody happy. We split the field. The boat ramps don't get as saturated. And hopefully it works out better for everyone. And then if you get a, a little bit of weather or something, you can pick the better day. Right. Yeah. I, that, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And yeah. Working what, man's tournament. It's what that's what it's a, that's what it's designed for. And 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 you know it, it ex- exceeded all of our expectations last year. And it was like the, a perfect storm with the COVID. I, I I told everybody I think the COVID all the the pandemic may have helped us. You know because there was really. And Disney World was closed. The keys were closed. You couldn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that might uh, adjust a little bit this year. But I think we have positive momentum, and hopefully uh, hopefully we can uh, have, a, have a good field again. Entries are coming in every day. I think, I think a lot of people loved the restrictions uh, that were put in place that gives the working man, the common king fisherman, an opportunity to compete because no longer can the big boats – have an advantage well that's right and and the thing that blew me away more than anything was the families yeah the, the amount of families fishing together our winner was uh in a 19 foot boat polar uh, skiff right polar yeah with uh his wife and his 10 or 11 year old son yeah. just the three mm-hmm. of them on the boat and, and she had never been king fishing and that's never. what it's all about <laughs> you know that's what that's what yeah. we designed it for and the you know casey riley our champion was is a great champion great uh representative of us but, uh, you know, that's, that's what we did it for. But if you think about it in a traditional tournament format, let's just say I have a seven-year-old son, I can't get him up at 3 o'clock in the morning and go, you know, run 100 miles, even in a big boat, even if I had the, that option to do it. Uh, seven to three, three miles offshore, no long runs. A kid, a family can handle it. It doesn't mm-hmm. kill you. So one day – I mean, that second day of any two-day tournament, man, is rough. It's we, tough. we all know it's, that. It, I don't care. Yeah, it is. It's, it's tough. It's, yes. it, I mean, and that's why most of your tournaments now are, are, are one-day tournaments. All right, well, let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to talk more about this. And, uh, but i got to put this out because, obviously, our title sponsorship is, is Nimnik. Yes, sir. Nimnik Buick GMC, Nimnik Chevrolet, and they're a big sponsor of your tournament, the Old School Kingfish Shootout. Yes, sir. And uh, the Nimnik Fishing Team, uh, at Nimnik Fishing Team, is that you? No, the, the Nimnik uh, family of dealerships uh, developed this Nimnik Fishing Team, and it's a contingency. And there's no purchase necessary. Uh, and if you hold up, you, you register on their social media channels, or they'll be at our captain's meeting, and you register, and you get a, like a, a boat number card, a card with Nimnik Fishing Team. And if you take a picture with the Nimnik Fishing Team, and you're, you get free money. If you win or replace. If you're a customer, you get more money. But even if you're not a customer, if you bought your truck somewhere else, uh, you still get a contingency prize. But if you're a Nimnik customer, it's a a bigger bonus. So, so, uh, but I wanted to clarify that because when most people hear Nimnik Fishing Team, they're thinking they actually have a team of guys and they're wearing Nimnik 
you know, yeah, sure. a NASCAR, NASCAR kind of shirt, <laughs> you know, and they've got a boat and it's wrapped and it says yeah. Nimnik, and yeah. that's why I wanted you to clarify that. And uh, and the prize of what you're talking about, the difference is whether if you are a Nimnik customer or not, top 15 who plays will receive $500. Uh, if you are a current Nimnik owner uh, or $100, if you are not a current owner, first place winner will receive $1,000 if you are a current Nimnik owner, and you can register at uh, the Nimnik tent at the captain's party. So, uh, folks, don't pass up the opportunity because free money. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who doesn't like free money? No doubt. It's oh, yeah. Good. Especially oh, yeah. these days. Yeah. It's good. All right. Let's take a break here on the Nimnik Outdoor Show, Nimnik Buick and GMC, Nimnik Chevrolet, Cassett Avenue, uh, both of them right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Hey folks, if you keep your boat in dry storage or you've got it out on a dock and you've got your trailer either sitting in your driveway or at your cousin's house and he's like calling you going, hey, what are you going to do with this trailer? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Call Stackem Storage. It's stackemstorage.com and they'll come pick up your trailer. They'll store it for you in dry storage to do a five-point inspection, make sure everything's cool. And then when you need it, they'll bring it back to you. Again, Stackem storage.com man got a little spice on them crackers yep but i can <laughs> I tell told you, you i told you how many was that three is that three or four yeah. you already had told uh, you crackers yeah that's four yep i'm telling you after about the second one it starts feeling that bite and then that aftertaste but hits the you. the fish dip with the tiger sauce and oh. then these sizzling saltines that's going to be a that's money i mean this is going to be a, a kirby co cooking tip of the week oh. here yeah, uh, what smart. a great combo. Yeah. Anyway, Mr. Paul Dozier, old school kingfish shootout coming up in June. And uh, how many boats did you have last year? We had 643. That's unbelievable. <laughs> 643. Wow. Yeah, we, I fished it. Everybody did. Yeah, it was a great tournament. Yeah. I mean, did, did you, you didn't weigh a fish in, did you? No, we okay. only had one it under was, 20, and I knew I wasn't going to do uh, How many boats did weigh in? I think 170. And it was like as that. organized as you've ever seen it. That's what I heard. It was it was unbelievable. I mean, it, it he had it because usually weigh-ins are chaos. Yeah, yeah, chaos. Uh, we had it. We had a, we had a good plan. Yeah, you did. And uh, we it was well executed. We executed it. We we learned some things. I promise you that. It wasn't for it's still there was a line. I mean it but we moved through. We had four yep. or five girls going down the line. And instead of taking two or three minutes to weigh your fish and get through the process, it was quicker than that. But you know, everybody fished till three o'clock, so everybody got there at the same time. So there was a little bit of a bottleneck, but you know, all in all, I think that's uh, to be expected. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was patient, everybody was happy, everybody had a good day and and uh, you know, the weather turned out to be a little Less than ideal last year, if I if I recall. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yep. it, was, it was lumpy. But, but the fishing was the fishing was good. Yeah, the fishing was the good. Fishing was good. And, yep. And uh, you know, last year and this year we have this lucky ticket promotion, this lucky ticket uh, giveaway where we give away a, a Kubota uh, uh, side by side, and all you have to do <laughs> doing it is, again. Yeah, we're doing it again. Wow. Okay, and then what? So oh, somebody missed no. out last year. Uh, doctor, it was a doctor. Uh, doctor Karaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, all you have to do, if you catch a fish and take a picture with your boat number with the beach in the background and text it to me, you're entered in the drawing. Right. So, uh, the the drawing, a couple things we're doing differently this year is 
the awards last year was we fished. We did it all on Saturday. We did the awards Saturday night. That's well, that's why bit. it was just too much for all of us. It exhausted me. The fishermen have been up since 4 o'clock in the morning. They're Long trying day. to get home and clean Yeah, you up. won't do that this year. Yeah, we're going to do the awards on Sunday afternoon. That's so smart. It really everybody is. Everybody can go home and recoup and, and get a good night's sleep and come down, and we'll do that drawing on Sunday afternoon at the uh, St. Augustine Fish House, Fish and Oyster House down uh, where Creekside used to be. Yep. I, I think it'll be good. And uh, so are you fishing what day? Friday? Or are you waiting on weather? Well, first off, a hundred percent I'm gonna fish on Friday, unless it's unless you nasty. yeah, unless it's nasty. But yeah. no, I, I just think that I think there's a big advantage of of fishing on Friday, you know, because Why? You, simply for the boat traffic. Yeah, it's you know, I been, mean, you know, here's the other thing: is what is it five o'clock? We can't start catching bait. Yeah, you can't. Okay, start you catching can't bait so you can't pin bait. You can't do anything, yeah. right? So if and you got to stay inside three miles, right? Yeah, yeah. three so, miles an inch. Can't so, buy so, blue runners. No, yes, you can't no. do anything. Can uh-huh. you? Can you buy ribbon fish? You can buy ribbon fish. Okay, you can buy ribbon. Fish. But my point is, is that on Saturday morning, trying to catch mullet in the intercoastal, is is a joke. You know, so so on Friday morning, even if there's half the boats, let's just say there's six hundred, mm-hmm. and 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 th- and, and three hundred of them fish on Friday. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got to split that up in different ramps. All right. So. You're, you're you're talking about a much easier day to tournament fish, right? Than 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 to deal. I mean, I, I, what's what's the boundaries? Um, it's the, the boundaries pumps. are a Ponce Inlet to uh, Fernandina. Fernandina, Inlet. right? Okay, state then, waters only. You cannot go outside of three miles. I love you that cannot part catch of it. Bait. Yep. Uh, you can't you can't leave the boundary to catch bait. So that's the, that's that's the, the the thing that guys. You know, Kevin's talking about that. That there's there's two to me. There's two thoughts on the what day do you fish number one friday what kevin said is obvious to me fishing saturday i don't know where all those fish got caught friday because yeah. fishermen talk oh, yeah. right you know you're going to know where the boat bait was social media before. you're going to know where the fish were caught you're going to know well the water's cold at ponce inlet so i got to go to fernandina mm-hmm. there are advantages to fishing saturday absolutely and if i had MRI. to guess if i had to guess i will bet you more people do fish on friday than saturday i think that if we have if we're lucky enough to get five or six hundred boats which knock on wood let's hope we do um, I would guess it's going to be uh, two thirds to a third. Can, can you launch wherever? Anywhere, yes. Okay. No checkout. Launch wherever you want. Can't start catching bait till five a.m. There is no pinning bait of any kind. You have to have an empty live well at five a.m. You have to catch your own bait on your own boat. Dead bait, you know, ribbon fish. You guys need to prepare now. You know, ribbon fish are going to be a premium. They're hard to get. They stopped making them during COVID. Yeah, they 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 left during COVID too. Yeah. <laughs> so did the pogies. Yeah. 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 Fishing the pogies. They, yeah. they yeah. couldn't find mass to fit them. But uh, yeah, it, it's get your ribbon fish now. Get prepared, and uh, you know, get the tackle. I mean, as great as strike zone is, and as much stuff as David has over there, and they, those guys have, when you get this kind of influx, I mean, cast nets, everything. You need to get ready. And, uh, you know, so many people talked about having to catch their own bait. A lot of guys hadn't thrown a cast net in 10 years. Exactly. I mean, uh, it's well, and, and last year was a, a problem with bait. I, I left it the, wasn't a chip shot. I left the inlet with 15 baits. I fished all yeah. day with 15 baits. That's yeah. what James and I had. We had yeah. 15, I mean, and, it, and we had <laughs> we had one big mullet, one shotgun big mullet. Mm-hmm. We had three strikes. Three different strikes on that big mullet. We just kept putting him out there because, they, you know, they kept skying on it and, and – and throwing him out of the water, and and he had cuts all in him, and he's still <laughs> swimming. <laughs> and he's we finally caught a fish on him. Yeah. Right 
Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's what it, it, last year there were there's there were no pokies on the beach, so you had to catch mullet. All right, so uh, pokey situation now. I haven't seen a bait pod. Well, for, where for, I'm at on the beach, it was unbelievable. I mean, uh, fished on Monday, fished the beach, ran to Matanzas, um, a little rough on Monday, but uh, no bait. So yeah, I know when my phone rings Monday afternoon. Yeah, it's about what four thirty five o'clock. Kurt, yeah. what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and, and here's the interesting thing, Jeff, uh, fish on Tuesday. Tuesday was beautiful. I mean, yeah. like Tuesday was the day mm-hmm. of the year. And I said, well, I know that they, they're catching bait up north. So it was, I, I could run anywhere I wanted to go. So I turn and go north. Well, neighbor Joe, I tell him, I said, I'm going north. He said, well, I'm going to go south. I get to the desert and he goes, I got him. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He goes, where? I said, where you at? He said, lighthouse. I'm like. Son of a gun. <laughs> so yeah. I turn all the way around. And, mm. But I'll tell you what, Tuesday was the best day I've had all year. All year. I mean, because I had bait. I caught I caught some stud flounders. I mean, just some some eight nines. Well, the crazy I mean, thing and, was. And the, and the kingfishing was wide open. Yeah. The kingfishing. And not just, you know, this time of year we see a lot of teenagers. The, yeah, the younger right. fish coming in. And, man, we were catching some whoppers. Um, Tyler Smith calls me, I think it was Tuesday night, and goes, you know, cap, cap, you know, he and my son were roommates when they were going to school mm-hmm. way back when over in Wood Hollow. And so I've known Tyler since he was really young in high school with Kyle. And he's like, cap, you know, got a 52 pounder. And he said it was giant. And he told me where he caught it. I was like, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, shallow water. And we saw anything from six pounds to 35 pounds that day. And, and Tuesday and Wednesday, WAO. Yeah. As many as you wanted. Yeah. We yeah. left them by it. This week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody, when we started this last year, everybody says, well, Paul, why are you doing it so early? It's too early. It's too early. Oh, it's not too early. It, it is not. Early. It's not too early. I no. promise you it's yep. not too early. There, the 50-pound king, the fish are on the beach now. The bait's there. Yep. This has been the the craziest spring of weather I've ever seen. Yep. I mean, the, the weather has just been awful. I, I, don't, I don't remember having this many Northeasters. Yeah, no, no, no. In the no. springtime. Well, I, and here's here's another example. This will this kind of coincides exactly with what you said. I was talking to my good buddy uh, Lee Vogelsong, mm-hmm. who's a shrimper, mm-hmm. and he's in Brunswick right now. And I got and it's he's shrimping in this kind of weather. I mean, it's mm-hmm. crazy. But he said he said they are at least three to four weeks behind, um, weather wise, temperature wise, shrimping wise. He said they're they're it's it's for their cold. shrimping season yeah for their shrimping okay. season yeah all right we got an interesting question this is from uh from uh, mike barker via facebook and folks you can always ask us any questions uh during the show or during the week on our facebook page and while you're there like it and he asked this can you weigh in by driving to volano versus the boat if you fish out of mayport so in other words you launch out of mayport you catch a big fish you come back put your boat on a trailer and then you have a a vehicle and you hop in that and drive down to the way in in Volano. Can you do that? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. The way in is open until 530. You can fish until three. I mean, if you're in Fernandina and you've got a small boat, we're trying to cater to the small boats. I can't tell you how many, you know, 16 to 22 foot boats we had entered this thing. We, you know, we all know the Southeast sea breeze blows in the afternoon and it gets choppy. Yep. And so, yeah, go on in, get get your fish in the truck, drive it down the Volano Pier. We're open till 5.30. The scale stays open till 5.30 and weigh your fish by truck if you're coming from the north or the south. And, you know, quite frankly, it might be easier to do that anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. So. Well, you you don't need the boat either. You just can put your fish in a cooler no, yeah, and bring it in the truck, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
That's how the that's how the winner came to the scales last year. How about that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. The only way to do it right there. Yep. All right, let's take a break. 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And uh, just don't forget, folks, if you're looking for a summer getaway, and my time I would pick is during scallop season to go to Steenhatchee no River doubt. Club over there out of Steenhatchee. Get you a little pontoon boat rental, get you a little cabin, bring you some steaks. Just go, go, to, catch the, you. go to the website look at it. You'll go. What, how about this? Bring steaks, uh-huh. maybe a uh, ribeye cap right up Paul's alley there. <laughs> hey, go out and catch you some scallops. You got your old, they have the old Weber grill right there on the back porch. Scallops, yep. a little bit of mm-hmm. Everglades seasoning, salted butter, a little appetizer, and then jump into that ribeye cap. Mm, all at uh, Steen Hatchie River Club. Of course, you, you got to go catch the scallops and you've got to bring your own ribeye cap. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to join us here this morning, 904 641 Hey, folks, if you don't think you can afford a Cadillac, you haven't been by Claude Nolan Cadillac lately to see all they have to offer. You're in the market for a free-owned vehicle. You like the song, Chris? Only one place to go, Claude Nolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. Good folks. Money talks, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a wheelbarrow to get me out of this studio yeah, here this today. Is, and now you're getting ready to jump into the zucchini cake bread yeah, I got my toothpick ready. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's bread. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to stop at the gas station and get an espresso so I can go to work. Oh, I'm about to fall asleep now. Day? Yeah. Yeah, remember that? Remember the text two weeks ago? <laughs> I ain't never fishing on I got, Saturday. I got again. one more. Today's the last Saturday. Okay. I ain't fishing no more Saturdays. Okay. That's it. Right. I'm done. Until, until, until the next time. Yeah. yeah. You'll have it to yourself today, baby. It's, it's howling. Yeah. Honking. Yeah, that's what the boys are texting me saying. It's blowing 20 knots sustained right now. Honking. So, so I, uh, I, I, I got to say that uh, last weekend, the surf fishing that I was, was able to do, I had a ball. Absolutely. Yeah, I you, had a ball. Yeah, you got to trash slam big time. I did. <laughs> I did. I got, I got, not only did I get whiting, but I got the trash slam, the, trash, the surf fishing trash slam. You, know, you sent me that picture, uh, Dylan hooked up. I thought, God, he's got a tarpon or shark on, you know? Yeah. Stingray. Man, wait, <laughs> just wait until the mullet run. Oh, you will be addicted, man. Can't wait. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. serious. You're going to be getting up every morning, going down there, and, and it's or like, those pogies show up. Yeah, get up there early in the morning and watch that stuff blowing up on pogies yeah. down yeah. on that I, I, the I beach. Mean, just, I'll uh, be launching the kayak. Yep. Heck yeah. Yep. Yep. Hope I mean, you get up early because Kevin's going to be calling you saying, "Are the pelicans out uh, there? Are the pelicans be, out I, there?" Yeah. Yeah. I will be totally. Hey. Getting texts in the morning saying, give me a report. Give Six me a report. No, you get the call in the afternoon. Hey, bud. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bud. Yeah. What's going on, man? Well, I mean. <laughs> I don't blame you. you, you what the you, heck? You, you got you to gotta use your 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 contacts. Absolutely. You, know? you got to. I mean, you seriously, because I, I know you just like you just like we, we have folks that, that live on the ocean, you know, and I'll text them. You oh, know, yeah. my customers, clients, hey, have you seen anything, you know? What's the scoop? Yeah, what's the scoop? Because all I got to do is hear that the pelicans are diving, uh-huh. and I'm good, you know? I yeah. mean, I don't need to see anything else or hear anything else. I'll the one it. thing that I, I saw a lot of this week, which hadn't seen in previous weeks, a lot of porpoise. Yeah. It, it, dude, there's a ton of porpoises in the surf. I mean. And, and, and especially in your and, area. And you know why? Or I have a philosophy as to, or I have a, a general idea, maybe, because they're eating. Yeah, they're eating pokies. Look, I'm, I'm, no. No, they're eating whiting. Whiting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll eat anything. So yeah. I'm telling you, I mean, there was some, Yeah, I mean, literally over this past weekend, it was cast out, get it tight, 
Then I got a two-inch pyramid sinker on. I got the captain's choice double dropper rig. Cast it out. Get it tight. Bang. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. Oh, there he is. That's, that's how quick it was. That's cool. Yeah, that's sweet, man. Yep. So, <clears throat> and I got to say that uh, I didn't have much time to fish on Saturday. Caught five. Caught nine on Mother's Day on Sunday. And I was like, all right, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got enough for a meal. Yeah. Which is, you know, 14 whiting, that's a big meal, but I've got, you know, 265-pound son who's hungry. Right. You yeah. know, so uh, that stuff is so good. Whiting is good. so whiting is so good, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, where, I mean, if, if, if you had to, like, consider inshore species, mm-hmm. which your redfish, your trout, your sheep's head, pompano, surf fishing stuff, whiting. Drum, small drum. Black drum. I mean, for me, black drum, sheep's head, whiting, put them in a, in a bag, mix them up, pick them out, however you want to order those three, those yeah. are the top three for me. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Right? Yeah, They're absolutely. good fish. Yep. There's, there's no, no question. Outstanding. And the yep. best thing is is that the, the family likes, and this is going to be our Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week here in a little bit, the family likes the uh, the crispiness, the way the way. Tara does it, and it's a little fish finger kind of things, mm-hmm. and she likes it with the. And we do it in the oven. We bake it. We put it on the copper crisper, the mm-hmm. infomercial tray, and it absolutely it works. It does. I and got one. You get a you get a even a ten inch whiting. It's a perfect fish fillet. Yeah, that's right. For doing that, you yeah, know, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're easy to clean. They are. They're easy to clean. Got little rib cages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to get some new knives, man. I got uh, my knives of. Dexter Russell. I know, but I, I, I've got one of them, and I've got some other ones. I don't know what I did with them. I can't find them. But I got a couple old crappy ones that I've what had. Did you do that nice one Bob gave you? What about the one I, I gave you? I haven't used it yet. The <laughs> bubble blade? No, the pen, yeah. Uh, I got that one. That, that one, after a couple of years, kind of got uh, rusty. You, you got a work sharp? Yeah, I got one. I, I mean, I've had mine for, gosh, three years now. Yeah. And it's, man, like, it, gets, it oh. gets sharp. Anyway. Yeah. Uh Let's go to the phone lines and uh, bring up Mr. Tim Carney this morning. Calling in to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Good morning, Tim. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Tim. I just wanted to hey, morning, Captain Kirk. I was really glad I got to listen to Doc. Um, you know, my first year up at the camp, my kid killed a, a stud eight point, about 170 pounds in Doc stand. And uh, it's the only stand I knew where it was at, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. First day we ever hunted, but we went up and corned up for a couple of weeks before. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm glad to to finally let to hear him and, and you know see about him because I'd always heard about Doc Stand, and and he seems like a super nice guy. He is. Yeah, super nice. Salt but, of the uh, earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, Tim, you should have heard the stories we heard off the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's funny. But uh, also, the selfish pot party went really well. We had uh, about 150 guys there, all all uh, well mannered. Ate 15 bushels of oysters. Wow. 140 steaks, and uh, just had a really good time. The pot was an, an enormous. You know, Tim did a great job with with uh, you know keeping all the expenses down. The pot's about eight thousand dollars. And uh, that's that's unheard of, but uh, that's now. What's the entry now? Is it sixty bucks to do it's, the it's sailfish? 50, it's, yeah, 
Yeah, it's 50, 50, you know, before you walk in, if you mail it in, it's 50 and 65 at the, at the gate. But I got you. Like I say, the price of oysters and steaks and everything has gone up so much that, you know, we had to raise the price. And, you know, we also got to, got to roast Roger Walker. Um, oh. you know, <laughs> wow, that would have been part of that. That would have been interesting. That was worth $65 right there. But yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. Uh, no no yeah, kidding. He, he ran aground last year over by Huguenot and messed his prop up. And so we gave him a we found a prop from Mike Veneer over here. It was all tore up and we painted it gold and uh <laughs> got him in a little chair up there and sat him down and Chris Rooney pretty roasted him pretty good there. How did he <laughs> it take it? Fun. He did really well, man. He was uh he was very uh calm and cool and he answered all the questions about what he did wrong and, and we all got a good laugh out of him because he's a that's great he doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't do much wrong you know he's straight laces they come and he's always been uh you know a really good friend of mine and i fished with him a few times and he's uh just top notch you know but we've um, all run aground you say you haven't yeah. ever run aground you're, you're not telling the truth that's, that's exactly right you're lying yeah. <laughs> just yeah, saying right. yeah yeah all right. but, uh, tim thank you but, uh, but we we got we got to run gotta take a break okay. man yep Thanks. Great show. Great Thank show, you, guys. Thanks. All right, Tim. Okay, Take care. Yep. 641-1010. 641-1010. You give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And don't forget, we got a ring power tip coming up right after the break. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. And uh, Ring Power Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry, which keeps job sites and operations running smoothly without interruption because of the dependable fleet. And you can go to ringpower.com to learn more. And remember, they have equipment to handle anything from skid steers to backhoes to bulldozers to light towers to generators. They handle everything. Ringpower.com. This week's Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Come we got on. we got we got a uh, entry to give away. Uh, yes, we do yes. to the uh, old school Kingfish Shootout. Yes, absolutely, we do. But you got to participate. And uh, we're gonna have a post. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on our Facebook page. It, it's there now. So yep. You can go to the Outdoor Show Facebook page and like it while you're there, and then post your picture. Your favorite picture of anything that's related to kingfish. Sure. Can be anything. Yep. Agree. And uh, and we're going to pick a winner, and then we'll announce it next weekend right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We are the judges. We are the judges. Mm-hmm. There is four of us here. No, I am not us. a judge. No, I'm <laughs> not a judge. I'm not responsible for anything. When this. you don't win... Don't be mad at Paul. Be mad at you can be mad at Don't be mad at Chris. Chris is, has we're, no part we're, of it. We're taking Paul out of the judgment. Okay. Okay. The, yeah. He's so we 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 will post your pictures. Yeah. Because we love I love to see pictures anyway on our Facebook page. Yeah. And and, and it and, can be anything. You be pictures of bait that you're using for kingfish. Yeah. I mean, remember be the creative. I, I remember the the old helicopters. Oh yeah. Remember some of the I mean some of the great some of the greatest pictures I have of my boat. Yeah. It's in the old days of the Greater Jacksonville Kingfish Tournament when they had a helicopter, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. take pictures of you and your crew. And yeah, I remember you know, those that. Were, those were awesome pictures. I saw pictures yesterday. Some people saw no fish in the pictures, but I saw a fish in the picture. 
Okay. There were some pictures yesterday that circulated amongst us. Oh, yes. 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 Those yes. Pictures. Yes, absolutely. Some people were seeing red uh, yeah. and oh. not silver. <laughs> not, not, not sure. Um, but anyway, that's your ring power tip I of think the week. That's a, I think it's a great way to do it, to be creative. And again, it doesn't have to be kingfish. It can be something that's related to kingfish. And so, in other words... Don't just send us the old standard hero shot. No, no. You know? I mean, that's you, you can if the person holding the fish is... A kid. Yeah, a kid or, yeah. you know... Some of the best pictures are those little kids holding up those big giant fish awesome. and you can't wipe the smile off their yeah. face. We yeah, were, I mean, those you're are right, very you're cool. Right. So they've got to have, you know, like the cute puppy factor or they have to be creative. I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. You know, or if you got, a, but again, you know, I'm not a judge. A supermodel f- friend that likes to hold kingfish, sure, you can send that picture in. That's you know, creative. Yeah, it's creative. Exactly. Well, we were joking around because, uh, yeah, Jeez, <laughs> last night we had a. Uh, well, we got into a banter. We have a group text, which, yeah, which is normal for us show. before we prepare for our weekend. You know, updates, and uh, we were bantering. <laughs> well, yeah. So here's here's basically how it goes. We'll go inside the business real quick. Uh-huh. So uh, every Friday, you know, I'm working on my real job, and and my phone starts to go off. And it goes off all the time because the group text for the outdoor show is lighting up with everybody going back and forth with their banter. <sighs> well, you can that's, that's put it prep. On silent. That's show yeah. prep. And then it sits there <laughs> vibrating on my desk. Put it on a pillow. Well, put it in the, inside the Did you show Paul cabinet. the picture? Yeah. Nice kudos. It's a good picture, wasn't it? <laughs> well, see, some people what, did what? not see the kuda. Good picture. What yeah. kuda? It was what I heard. Yeah. It was a there was kuda. a person holding a kuda, and a lot of people didn't notice the kuda. I didn't even know there was a fish. <laughs> huh. Anyway, that's your ring power tip of the week. <laughs> You're right. Uh, all right. Uh, uh-oh. Oh, no. Russell's calling in. Russell? Yeah. yeah. yeah you he, know, Mitch didn't do a very good job early, so, you know, I think he we'll called what, his friend Russell. Russell. And said, hey, Russell, you know, why don't you call in the outdoor show? Let's oh, talk. boy. The twin. Yeah. Hi, fellas. Good morning, Russell. <clears throat> Just going to ask you, <laughs> I think what that guy was trying to uh, elevate to, he does really squinch his time in because your timer is uh, very – you know, valuable, and everybody wants to get on and talk about it and stuff. I wish I'd known 15 years ago, y'all. But, uh, you know, I've been listening to it a long time. But anyway, uh, as far as those uh, the shrimp boat thing, it, it's pretty big. It's as big as uh, two, like, uh, big chests that would go on boats. And I was just wondering, since Kevin's uh, down that way, that, that he happened to see how big it was. I mean, they had a uh, shrimp uh, dressed up down there to do this and stuff, and it's it's really nice. But I just couldn't believe they could sh- uh, ship shrimp up there to uh, New York for three eighty five a pound, and I don't know, but you know, uh, was was uh, was Saint Augustine that big of a mecca for shrimp? Absolutely. Yeah. That's All right, a, so we, we need to do a little better job than Russell and Mitch have done at explaining what we're talking about. Okay. Because, that Metro FTU. Because there is uh, a there is a lot of people going, what the hell is he talking May, about? May 7th. May okay. 7th. Headline is Monument Honors Cradle of Shrimping Industry. Okay. So take, a, take a sip, Russell. Just take a little break. <laughs> okay. I'll be back in two minutes. Okay. Thank you. 
Okay, so essentially they erected a $50,000 bronze and coquina monument in St. Augustine. Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the okay, yes, sir. article the newspaper. You article said 2 minutes, Mitch. I'm trying to yes, yeah, so, hush Mitch. Okay, so they uh, they put it on the edge of the San Sebastian River that honors the shrimping and boat building history that occurred in St. Augustine and they did it just recently. Okay, so they yes. essentially putting this monument up to recognize the history, the industry, the shrimping history of mm-hmm. St. Augustine. That's cool. Uh, absolutely. A pretty cool little little deal there. Well, the uh, we don't care, Russell, where are you going again uh, part of it. It just so happened that Larry Cable guy was doing the Only in America show. You got to talk into the mic, man. Yeah, you can't I, you know, it's, it's my phone. I know Jeff hates it, and I hate it too. No, and see, I'm you sound no, no, if you, no, you, just, hold it, if you just hold it correctly, Russell. No, I walk it about works three fine. feet. Yeah. Right. If I lean up on my couch, it'll pick up fine. Okay, stay stationary. Don't move the phone. It works great. <laughs> yeah, but I've got one hand. Never mind. I know. Um, you know, Jeff. You can have one hand you. on the phone, Russell, one hand on your natty light. You're good. Yeah. Sort of. Um, I just didn't know. What what, what uh, causes you to want to, I mean, like when they would dock and all that stuff, what would cause you to want to be at Mayport Fernandina or uh, way up there in St. Simons, I mean, the uh, Gulf Stream or what? Um, I'll let you what, answer that one. What, 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 Thank you, Russell. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Thank you. Are we talking about Steven. fishing or are we talking about I, shrimping? I, I what, what, what were we talking about? I don't know. So how the hell do I answer the question if well, I don't know what we're talking about? I just figured that you had a deep understanding well, of, Russell. of Russell. I think he's talking about for the old school Kingfish shootout. Well, he can't go to Georgia. Well, I know, but he said, what makes you go to St. Augustine, Fernandina? Is it the Gulf Stream? I have no idea what he's talking about either. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's relate it to the yeah, old school Kingfish shootout, King okay? Shootout. Because typically, if you can go, because there's boundaries, you can go to the state line, mm-hmm. Fernandina, and then you can go... Kirk, what are you listening to? <laughs> I'm just thinking well, over here. You know, I'm thinking we're listening to the Twilight Zone. Over and you can go all the way down to the inlet, which is <laughs> essentially Daytona. Daytona Beach, Ponce Inlet. <laughs> Historically, there's some places that are always good. Is it from 10 o'clock? the state line all the way down to Daytona. <laughs> yes. On one any particular year, is there a place that you can go to year in and year out and catch a big kingfish? Sure. Yeah. Where? Captain's house. <laughs> well, there, there's there, there, there's many spots. There's many traditional yeah, yeah. spots, like it, Kevin said. There's the uh, Pont Simlet's a great spot for a big fish. Then there's Nassau Flag, Sound, Flagler Pier, who's come from Flagler South Piers, North, yeah, yeah. Matanzas. Then, you know, uh, all through Hammock there, Dunes. All, all of that in between yeah. Matanzas and Flagler's great bottom. Um, you know, I've caught a big kingfish for St. Augustine Inlet. I don't know why no, none of us fish there anymore. I caught a monster one time off that buoy. Yep. Yeah, I have ago. I have too. Uh the captain's house, then you got the gate station and Shantytown where you live now, mm-hmm. Jeff, all the way to the red tops, the chum hole. Uh, so I, I think that a lot of times people make the mistake of I'm going to the captain's house. Right? Because you know, why why is it what makes it any better than anything else? The only reason it makes it anything better is because that's where people know where it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think, I you think know, whenever, whenever, whenever they say I'm going to go to the gate station, well, they, they go to the gate station because that's a landmark that they know. Well, they're all. Well, here's the thing. I, I really think at some point we need to have 
and we need to put this information out there somehow. Because as fishermen, we all talk like we, we already know what the landmarks are. Sure. There's a lot of people that listen to our show that have no clue. Absolutely they don't. As to what the captain's house is. Yep. They don't have a clue. As to what the gate station is, because in fact, it's okay. not a gate station anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a gate station 25 years ago, yeah, I swear. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's an excellent station. Well, the picnic thing. table, <laughs> shantytown, yeah. bread tops. Yeah. But it still belays the fact that you got to spend some time on the water. Everything no, my, can't my be a My point is, is that we, we need to... Educate the public more? We need to find a way to make these, quote-unquote, beach fishing landmarks understandable we need to educate those that don't have a clue as to where we're talking about well i would say how do we do that i would say if you don't have a clue as to where we're talking about i mean the captain's house like you're saying very kevin was trying to say is is a general area exactly three miles north of the saint augustine inlet from three to five miles north of the saint augustine inlet basically in my opinion anywhere there's coquina bottom on the beach when you see you know orange sand on the beach that's yep. a good place to keep it's a good, good, good yep, chance to catch That's right, because usually the water's cleaner and You prettier. find that, you find bait, you you have a good you have a good chance. And it doesn't have to be pogies. If you're marking bait on your sounder, glass minnows, whatever, see bonita busting, all that's a good good sign. So I, I, I don't know. Can, can you pull So, so what you, you're saying is you really want us to make a map between Fernandina and Daytona and tell everybody what each landmark is? Well, or some way to be able to explain to people the landmarks. Because, I mean, a lot of people would like to know. I mean, because, like, when we give out information of, like, hey, go surf fishing at the picnic tables. Okay. Or try the gate station. Right. Well, people you tell you, – you make a map. find a way. You make a map of your property and give us your best deer hunting spots, okay? And then we'll make a map of – the best king fishing <laughs> spots point between well Daytona. That's a good yeah, point. I mean, we're talking about no. spots that everybody knows about. Well, you, you just got, you just said they don't know. All right. Well, let's, let's we'll debate this when we come back. <laughs> Some we people got to earn them. Chris is yelling at me in my ear. Okay. He's whispering. We have to break. We have to that? break. Nine zero four six four one ten ten. If you want to buy a vehicle, go to Nimnick Chevrolet right on fifteen fifty Cassin Avenue. Best price guarantee always. <laughs> Whoop, whoop. So, Welcome back to the Nimnik Outdoor Show. Yeah, you got you to see this. What? Jeff Stam sent you a map. Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. X marks a spot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I can see that from here. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, see, you know, you know what's going to happen. Good you're going to you, get, Jeff. you're going to get a Baby, bunch of these. We got to put them on the Facebook page. Okay. Of all the maps that we get. Uh, yeah, here, that's a great idea. That one's fun. That one made me laugh, Jeff. Thank you. That was <laughs> true, 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 by the way. Oh man. <laughs> you got to admit, you guys are so bad. Hey, man, we're just trying to protect some of our self-interest. I mean, all right, so yes, something, good, you know, Favor I mean, said it to me years ago. All right, it's going to be my goal now to share spots eventually yeah. to everybody. Sometimes you got to work for it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to put in a little bit of effort. And if you put in effort, it's not that hard. It really isn't. Have you right. ever, in 22 and a half years on this show, have you ever heard Logman give up a spot in the St. John's River? All the time. That is such horse crap. No. 
That's a negative, no, no, Ghost Rider. No, no, no. That's a negative. Look at the smug look on his face. That tells it all right but, there. But, if I had but, a camera. But, but, but Paul and I and Kirk are supposed to let the entire public know where we're fishing I'll for, tell for you guys where. I'll tell you yeah. guys where to go fishing because I'm not competing against you in the tournament. Yeah. So I don't, no. Just call, I, just call Paul. I'll just call Paul. Just yeah. call Paul. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you where Kevin is. And you know what? By the way, that's a 1-900 number. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, I I got a phone call this week, and uh, and so Brian, Chase, Lester, y'all gonna have to just kick back and listen to the story. Oh boy, here we go. So uh, was running around and and uh, on Thursday I believe it was, and so end up at uh, do the Jaguars radio show, and and I look at my phone, I'm like, I had a missed call from Kirk earlier today, and I didn't even know it. Right, and so I I call Kirk and. I'm like, hey man, you know, the wind's howling Thursday. Yeah, you know, so he oh, yeah. he didn't fish or whatever. He was answered the phone and, hey man, I missed your call. Sorry, I didn't call you back earlier. Da da da. And I said, so what's up? Because I got to tell you the story. And so he starts to tell me the story about how you know, Kirk has a GMC. It's the half ton with the Duramax diesel. Right, the three awesome truck. Getting yeah. one. I'm getting a Chevrolet from Nimnik Chevrolet, the half ton with the diesel for Dillon. And. Um, and so anyway, Kirk tells me a story that he goes to his local, and we'll keep the name out of it on that end anyway. He goes to a local place to get the, the service done, you know, change the oil, and kind of that kind of thing, right, Kirk? Yeah, just get the oil changed. I was in a rush. I wanted to go around the corner, get the oil changed, pull in. Go to the that, neighborhood, you know, which, you know, I always do the smart thing. I go to Nimnik and, and I get my yeah. service done. So I'm out at the beach getting a haircut, and it's pretty close to that. So I I leave Bob's Barbershop and and uh, uh, Dave and Mariana, and I go down there and I pull in, and the guy goes, "Oh, you don't get out of the truck anymore; it's drive through now." I said, "Okay, cool." So I roll the window down, you know, and pull up, and I hear him and the manager talking to each other, and they're going, "Okay, uh, what's what's this truck?" And then I said, "The you know, the 2021 uh, 1500 Sierra 3.0 diesel." They didn't hear any part of the diesel. So I hear the mechanic go underneath the, the truck, and he goes, he's telling the manager, I can't find it. First thing, he can't find the oil pan screw. And then he finds it, and I'm listening, and I'm this reading. This is a true a, story, folks. This is a true story, and I'm reading a book and listening to them with my window down. And so all, all of a sudden, I look at the manager, and I go, look, this truck's never been in here. Oh, it's been in here before. I said, no, sir, this truck's only got 6,000 miles on it. It's never been in the shop, period. It's brand new. Well, we're showing that it's been here. I said, well, it hasn't. So I'm getting concerned now, and all of a sudden now he starts to hear the oil coming out of the yeah he's, he's draining the pan and oh, I hear it you know and all of a sudden I hear the ma manager call the mechanic over and he goes hey uh, you got a second come over here so I hear him whispering hey man uh, I don't think we have the correct uh, oil for this truck <laughs> and I'm like now I'm out of the truck and I say guys y'all realize y'all can't put the wrong kind of oil in this diesel new Duramax motor. Or it'll void the warranty. So now he, he's motor. in a truck that's on the lift that doesn't have any oil in it, and they don't have the oil. Yeah. Oh, you're kidding. No. So then I'm like, well, what are you going to do? He wow. said, i got to make some phone calls. Now, I give it to Charles. I'll mention his name because he, he was good. He goes, let me make some phone calls. So mm -hmm. he starts calling all over the beach from AutoZone to Discount Auto Napa, to Napa. Nobody carries this oil. Places they don't have the oil. The one, the one company whose name will remain anonymous says, well, we can get it, but it's in Denver. 
<laughs> and I'm going. So now I'm looking at my watch and I'm going, I've been in here an hour. Wow. On the getting a quick oil change and this ain't happening. So I'm thinking, Danny, I'm going to call Danny. I said, I got a connection. So I called Danny Smith with Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet. Yep. Danny answers and he goes, Hey, what's going on? And I, I said, I flipped you a text. Did you see it? He goes, Yeah, I saw that. He says, That's got to be a specific oil. No, first and thing I, Danny says is, Kirk, you know better. Yeah, yeah and, and exactly. he does. And he tells me, he goes, you know, we could do that. And I go, you know what? Guilty. I am guilty. You know, and he goes, well, I've got a shop over here. Uh, I think he said Monument. He said, let me make a phone call. I'll call you right back. He said, give me the address. So I give him the address via text. Ten minutes later, he calls me back. All will be there in 20 minutes. Unbelievable. 20 minutes. 20 about, minutes to the minute the guy drives up. The mechanic's walking around the shop still trying to call people. I said, I got it covered. Don't worry about it. Well, I don't know what to do. I said, about what? About paying for it. I said, it's done. Just put it in. It's taken care of. Don't worry about it. So, folks, they don't just so do the guy, tires. So, the guy from Tire Outlet shows up literally at the 20-minute mark. With the oil. Hands off the oil to the guys at, at uh, the Brand X. Brand X lube. lube place. Right. And uh, and the guy doesn't say anything to Kirk. He just hands the oil to the guy at the, the Brand X, and it leaves. And the Brand X guy said, do you know you need an air filter change? <laughs> or your brake pads oh, he knew be better than that because I was already a little riled up. He oh. knew better than that. No, the, 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 the line that to Kirk was – Totally great story. The line to Kirk was, um, you, you know people, don't you? Yeah, he goes, you know people. And I go, yeah. I know Thank Danny. I know Danny and Tyrell. And I told Danny, I said, I will never make that mistake no. again. When you Unbelievable. buy a new truck, you get a free oil change. Your first oil change is free anyway. Yeah, and I could have done that too. But that was yeah, way over in Orange Park. Minute, Lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, tire outlet, future yeah. place to go. Absolutely. Learning, learning curve. That's, anyway. that's a great story. All right, let's take a break. And uh, we come back. Brian Chase, Lester, and you, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimic Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just getting a whip. Everybody that's a fisherman is just like yeah. hammering me. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is a good one, though. So anyway, before we get to some of those, I uh, just want to let everybody know that uh, last weekend was Mother's Day, and I hope all the mothers had a fantastic weekend. And uh, we told everybody last weekend that uh, for Mother's Day, you can swing on in the Hagen Cole Slot Fitters and get some great gifts. And one of the things that I talked about was this free fly apparel. It's a new... Uh, kind of fishing apparel mm -hmm. shirts. I mean, super comfortable. They make long sleeves. Some of them have, have hoodies. Some of them are just short sleeves. This is some of the most comfortable fabric you will ever wear for a shirt. And I uh, absolutely love it. Again, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, free fly apparel. Check it out. You'll love it. I'm telling you. Uh, and, and here's the other thing. I was talking to Gordon the other day, mm -hmm. and uh, you know Gordon's a slow, slowly assimilating into that Nocatee community, and uh, they're getting Wi-Fi on Ranch Road, mm -hmm. oh, wow. and uh, yeah, pretty soon Gordon's going to be uh, cooking with his Wi-Fi smoker, wearing his Hey Dude shoes and his Free Fly apparel, and then drinking a beer with his pinky up in the yeah, air. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you see that? Yeah, happening? I can see that. Oh yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I totally yeah. see that happen. Sure. Yeah. All right. So um, thank you, Jeff Stam, for sending the map. <laughs> What, what, uh, uh, thank, thank you to the lieutenant for the. <laughs> uh, I got one from uh, who's this from, Kirk? Lieutenant Bridwell. Lieutenant Bridwell, basically. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. Yeah. 
Is Jeff giving up his spots? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, spit it out. It's a, it's a Tom Cruise, uh, Top Gun kind of meme. Yeah, mm-hmm. reflection to when Tom was uh, doing the thing with the uh, yep. the MIG, and he said, because I did it because I was inverted. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking to the Iceman. Uh-huh. That's, cl- and, that's uh, funny. And then in the other group text that we have, uh, Brother James just put <laughs> – Posted a map on our Outdoor Show Facebook page on how to get to my personal climber at the Out Parcel where all the big bucks are. <laughs> Pin drop? Yeah. Oops. I asked Jeff uh, one time. I, I, I bought a little boat a few years ago to take my son fishing. I asked Jeff, you know, you know, is there any good spots he'd recommend in the St. John's Rivers? Yeah, try the docks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Try, the, try the docks. Try the docks. Yeah. That, that big bridge, that big bridge, there's some fish around it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's that, that's a typical So answer. Gordon just sends me this picture since he's assimilating into Nocatee. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, is that legal? Can you drive – your John Deere tractor with the box plate on to the, the back. Shopping center up the dailies. To, to the to, to the dailies daily. station to fill up with diesel. I don't think you can do that. Well, looks like <laughs> you can. Yeah. yeah, why not? Anyway, oh, so uh, all right, uh, we got a ton of phone lines. Uh, let's get to Brian of Offshore Fishing Talk. Morning, Brian. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> uh, well, you heard, you heard Jeff's coming out with a new map. Yeah. <sighs> well, well, Kevin, if you'll remember, you did create a map years ago and sell it at West Marine. Um, crickets i i, I yeah. did crickets yes you did i plead the fifth yeah. crickets <laughs> oh the truth's coming out I don't, I don't remember selling anything at west marine mm. uh back in the day when you and i were fishing together we uh we would hit most of the popular areas and you put gps coordinates on it and they sold it at west marine with that that, 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 that wasn't me i wouldn't Who i was I, it? I, no, that, that, I, there was, was there's Cumbie. no way. I, 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 I didn't do that. I think it I was would, Al and Roger. I would that remember the, putting uh, GPS. That was a hotspot? Huh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, it was no. probably a hotspot, Matt. But no, I, I... No, 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 it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, first off, do it, do first it. off, they would have had Go to ahead. have paid me to do that. We all know Kevin doesn't do anything for I was free. wondering why yeah. Kevin's been driving that nice truck. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. wouldn't forget that. No, I, I've, I've never I've never put that map out there. Yeah, I don't think it was Kevin. Yeah. I would remember that, too. I, I, but I will tell you this. I will tell you this. At one point in time, myself and Mike Kaminsky were going to put a DVD together, and I was going to go from spot to spot to spot on the beach and r- literally take video of the places that we talk about, Yeah, whether it be the Smiley House and Amelia, or, and, and then go down the beach at, at that time. So you were going to do it? Yeah. This oh, was, so now I'm, I'm, you're giving me grief, but then you were going to do a video. Yeah, I was. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that, that hey, Jeff Stan, why don't you send that text to Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what that map looks like. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. It's going to be on Facebook. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, it's all good. Uh, real quick, we're going to let Paul get out of here. Paul, you said yep. that there's a uh, difference yeah. on entry, timing. Yeah, the, the register now for the old school Kingfish shootout through May 31st is just 250 bucks. So we're paying 25 cash places for the general tournament. We paid 15. And for example, 10th place is $2,000 wow. for a $250 entry. We have five uh, lady angler prizes and five junior angler prizes. The first place junior angler 
uh, thanks to Lewis Rogers, is a week vacation in the Keys in a three-bedroom, two-bath condo with a five-day boat rental. Oh, wow. So that's the first place, Junior. You know, we've struggled over the years with Junior Angler Prizes. Like, we want something that the kids can be proud of and enjoy, but Dad's not going to take it and sell it. So we think we've got that. We've got other great Junior Angler Prizes, some Yeti packages for for second and third through fifth. Uh, The Lady Angler is cash, $3,000 for the first place Lady Angler. We're giving away the 21-foot yellow fin, $85,000. Jeff Stam knows how much they're worth firsthand mm-hmm. these days. Um, he just won the Wahoo Tournament. Congrats again to Jeff and Casey. Uh, 250 bucks, guys, through uh, May 31st. Everybody says, what about the weather? What about the weather? Was well, At some point, you just have to trust me. I'm not going to get a bunch of boats and little boats in this tournament and send you out today in this Northeaster. If it's blowing, we'll hold it off till the next weekend. So, there's no reason to wait. Enter now. Save yourself 100 bucks, and uh, come join us, man. We're excited about it. I think the fishing is going to be good. We just need to – hopefully by then we'll have normal southwest, light southwest yeah. winds. And, uh, and pogies. And, and pogies. Yeah. All right, real, real quick, because I keep getting the text. Dates. Uh, June 10th through the 13th. The fishing days are the 11th and 12th. Okay. Oldschoolkingfish.com, or you can sign up at Strike Zone Fishing. Perfect. And uh, don't forget to register with uh, the Nimnik Fishing Team. Absolutely. Again, if you're just tuning in, we all love free money. Nimnik Fishing Team, no purchase necessary, a free. You have to register at the captain's meeting, or I believe you can register through their Facebook page. But uh, check it out, the Nimnik Fishing Team, and it's uh, free contingency money. So uh, good luck to everybody. And, again, thank you so much for, for having me in here, guys. And thank you to all the fishermen who have supported us over the years, especially last year. Incredible turnout. We we look forward to doing it again, bigger and better. And thank you for bringing breakfast. But yeah. I mean, I know no, we didn't know get my, to it, yeah, but uh, yeah, I know my breakfast. We appreciate the effort. As the uh, prior guest, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to get to compete against a, a retiring Navy doctor, captain, everything, <laughs> yeah, admiral, yeah. whose mean, wife is one hell of a cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks, Judy. And I stop at a gas station, get you guys a couple <laughs> of tacos. You know? We appreciate the sizzling saltines, though, man. That's a nice yeah, find. Yeah, that's a nice find. Hey, one more thing. I just had a question. Speaking of text, uh, uh, Captain Joe Tringali down in St. Augustine texted me and asked me if he could fish a, a pontoon boat in the old school. Absolutely you can fish a pontoon oh boat my gosh. In, in, in the old school. Oh, I mean, oh, only Tringali. Yeah, only only old Joe yep, T. We, yep. love, we love Joe T. No doubt. There, but, uh, yeah, he's got he, – just so you know, don't feel too sorry for him. It's got a 400 mercury on it. <laughs> 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 thanks paul all right guys thank, thank you, you paul guys. all right uh, let's go to the phone lines chase uh sent us a picture of this big bear on our facebook page got to find out where that was taken out morning chase what's going on guy man where in the world did that picture come from i have a little piece of property up uh about five miles south of callahan on 301 that bear and honestly looks to be on about camera last week i mean that bear looks to be 350 yeah. Uh, I don't know. He hasn't torn up any of the feeders yet, but really, he will. <laughs> did you did you guys see the picture? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, looking at what it. What do you think weight wise on the bear? We'll put it up on our, our Facebook page sometime this week to kind of share with people. But I mean, the size of that bear. I mean, guys. I mean, yeah. that's you. You look at the size of a bear, and I, I remember um, uh, my friend Mike Colonna telling me this. He said you always judge the size of the bear by the size of the ears, mm-hmm. how big the right. ears look. And the ears are not looking very big on this bear. So anyway, that's that's a good size bear. That's I, I would say three fifty. Yeah, three hundred. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I, I I think three three fifty. Yep. How tall is that feeder off? the Yeah, ground? that's what I was going to say. That's 
that that feeder's got short legs on it. It's only about four and a half, five feet off the ground. Still, man, his that's... back is almost even with the top of that feeder. Is my point? Yeah. Now he's big. That's a big. Yeah, that's one of the short feeders. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just kind of a little nervous about what what should I do if I encounter that thing out there. Back up. And, uh, I think. And look, get, uh, move away from him. For, I mean, for, there's probably a million encounters that we've all had with black bears, mm -hmm. especially with the amount of time that we spent around Fargo. And uh, for the most part, they're they're not going to bother you. But uh, the the one thing that always used to concern me: what happens if I come across a sow with cubs? Yeah, that always worried me. That's bad stuff. So yeah, I haven't seen any cubs. But. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not seeing cubs, I mean, for the most part, you're you're good. But I will tell you. If you keep getting pictures of that bear, you better stop feeding. Yeah. He, <laughs> well, will, he will tell that. He, he'll tear that feeder apart. Is he eating corn? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He'll, he'll lay right up underneath of that and then every now and again reach up and hit the spinner on your feeder and then sit there and eat some more, take a nap, reach up, spin the spin the feeder. And then when he gets PO'd that no more corn's coming out, he'll rip that thing to pieces. Yep. Sorry, I'm in a hurricane out here at the beach. Yeah. My pool is white cabin. Wow. Uh, Kirk, you probably know where I am. I'm right across the street from the facility. Yeah. I talked to you the other morning at the gas station. That's right. Good morning. Cool. You might know me you might know me better from the guy that sent the picture from the uh the Manny Petty salon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do remember that one. That, uh, that, that yeah. was good. That 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 was good. Are you getting your feet done today, Chase? You you getting no, 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 oh. no. Hey, girlfriend's be, not in town. So. Be, ah. be careful of the bear, though. I've had a lot of experience with them in the last few years, and yeah, they, they make me really nervous. Um, well, I mean, I was nervous about it because I walk through those woods in the dark sometimes, and yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. but it'll make <laughs> you think different. <laughs> but so, uh, Chase, Chase, I can yeah. tell you this: we used to we used to play a joke. When we we were hunting Fargo, and uh, there was these uh, buckshot climbers that, for some reason, mm -hmm. bears used to love to chew on the seats. The seats, and, and yeah. I don't know why, because you could put five, ten different climbers that had yeah. cushioned seats on it. They would go to the buckshot. Yep, every time. So we would always have one stand that we would have a buckshot climber on, and we would paint the bottom of the tree with honey. So that when we had somebody that a very special guest uh -huh. that we wanted to put out, we would put them at that stand, and so they would climb this tree, not knowing that the entire tree and the in area honey. around the tree was covered in honey, oh. and that they were hunting in a stand that the bear wanted to chew on. Oh, that's nice. That's so nice. that the bear would literally hug the tree and want to climb the tree and everything oh. else when they were in it. Oh, and uh, yeah, so that was pretty interesting. But yeah, we didn't get anybody killed, so you're all right. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I had a I had a buddy that was a little nervous about it. So Yeah, nah, you're good. Rightly so. Good. All right. Have a good day, Appreciate guys. It. Thanks, buddy. And uh yep. we come back, we'll talk to Lester, do an updated tides, updated weather, all right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC outdoor show. And just remember, stack M storage if you want to get your boat trailer out of the yard and put it in storage. Outstanding place to store it so that uh you can comply with the HOA. <laughs>
<laughs> I know there's yeah, many of you out it. there that are probably battling them right now. Mm. Uh, so Stack M Storage. Go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click right on the link right there, and you're listening to the Nimic Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Time now for the uh, Kerberco Builders cooking tip of the week. Kerberco Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products uh, and projects. And here's the deal now. The the, the old whiting bite mm-hmm. is really good right now. And seriously, the, the we were just talking a little bit ago with Paul about how you take Sheep's head, black drum, and whiting, and I think those are the top three from shore, inshore species to eat that there is. And it's a simple little mix that we have kind of stolen from Jody Lynn, yeah, Robert which is Johnson. Robert Johnson's wife from years ago. That's and, right. we, and we've all kind of altered mm-hmm. it through the years. Absolutely. But if you take a little bit of mayo and mustard, and I would say the ratio is about a cup of mayo to a teaspoon of mustard, and you can vary that, obviously, as you mm-hmm. like. And then you cover the fish really lightly with that mixture, and then you roll the fish into a breadcrumb-type mixture. We like using the panko breadcrumbs and, and fresh grated Parmesan cheese. The panko breadcrumbs, when you put it on the copper crisper and you bake it. It gets real crispy. It kind of tastes like fried. It does. And the thing that's cool is you can get the Italian blend panko. Oh, I yeah. like that. I do, too. That really adds a lot of flavor to I it. Do too. We, we bake it in, in the copper crisper at about 425, and it's fantastic. Yeah, we do it, too. Fantastic. So looking for something to do, that's the perfect thing. All right, let's do a updated weather, updated tides, and we're going to be pretty quick about it. Weatherport brought to you by the Beard Pig, uh-huh. best barbecue in Jacksonville, period, and uh, going to be a little bit windy today, northeast, 20 knots, gust of 30. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. northeast, 10 to 15. Seas, 3 to 5. So oceans closed today. Tomorrow, Monday, getting better. East winds, 10 knots, 3 to 4. Tuesday, east winds, 10 to 15, 3 to 5. And that's your Weatherport brought to you each and every week. By the Bearded Pig. It's not good. No. And a Todd's Report brought to you by Angie Subs and the Grom. And don't forget about the Grom special menu this weekend. It is outstanding. And if you haven't been to the Grom, folks, uh, how about Sunday's special? It's a hammered breaded pork loin atop an open-faced biscuit topped with andouille sausage gravy and eggs your way. <sighs> Calories, baby. Count them up. <laughs> yep. Count them up at Angie's Grom. <laughs> Uh, the tides for today at 5.14 p.m., it's a low tide, that's a .47. Tomorrow at 6.12 a.m., it's a low tide, that's a .60. And that's your tides report brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And don't forget about Angie's and the Grom. Again, both restaurants outstanding. And uh, how much time we got for Lester? Let's get him in. Okay. Great American. Always waits till the last few segments of the show to call in. Hall of Famer, you would think he'd know better, but anyway, how you doing? How you doing? Now, wait a minute. I called in at five minutes after nine, bro. That's a ball-faced lie. It was 25 after nine, and there were three other callers in front of you. My clock's a little slow. So are you, but I love you. I've been, man, I had to go out in my truck, man. I'm having kitchen remodeled and... Marshall's running around like a daggum banny rooster, man. I'm going nuts. But anyway, uh, about the maps, listen, Paul was wrong. Anywhere with sand, white sand, that's where you fish. And sand hills, <laughs> those are good places for kingfish. So if you see a sand dune, that's yeah. a good spot up in the distance? That's right. <laughs> Most definitely. 
go go six miles offshore and uh, right there at Jack's feet and start fishing. Great. That's great intel. <laughs> That's huge. You got GPS for that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I got lat longs. Yeah. Absolutely. I can I give them you. a good amount. I was thinking about uh, Kevin can vouch for this, Jeff. You know, which you kind of hung yourself on, on when you started that. So, Lester, you know, we got to run. Chicken. We got to go. We got to go. Really? Yes. That's great, Bob. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, just real quick. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't go to work feeling like this. My stomach's killing me, man. Unbelievable. That's great. Bye. Hey, Jeff, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Shows. St. Augustine, welcome to Mo. Southwest Grilly served breakfast. Steenhatchee River Club, Andy Sub, Strike Zone Fishing, Tire Outlet, Kirby Cove Builders, Inc., Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, Nimnick, and the Nimnick Family Dealership Chevrolet on Cassett Buett and GMC on Phillips Highway. CH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Shark Coatings, TS Home Renovations, Coastal Equipment, Big Pen. Claude Nolan Cadillac, Consignment Boat Sales, Bearded mm. Pig, Ring Power and Cat Rental Store, Stack M Storage. And next week, we we're going to have a special guest in here because there's a cool competition coming up on Saturday, May 29th yeah, that's at the cool. uh, Florida American Shooters Association 3D at North Florida Archers. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a special guest in studio to talk about this special event. And uh, we'll put a little post up on Facebook kind of previewing it. But uh, stay tuned next week. We'll have a couple special guests. <laughs> like we did today. Yes. <laughs> and thank you so much because, uh, John, uh, Wittegren. 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 Great guy. Congratulations on his service. Yep. Folks, we got to get out of here. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you. See you. That's great. Bye. <laughs>